Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast number 21. Yes, got it in one. And we have a very different show today. This is the first show where we have a lot of people. <laughs> there is a lot of people in here. And the reason why there are so many people in here is because it's the 10th anniversary of Guild Wars 2. Not quite yet, officially, apparently, because it's not the day of release, but we're close. We're very close. This is weekend. Um, but when you're listening to it, it's definitely been 10 years. But it's actually been 10 years because of the bears and all the things. <gasps> Which is fine. We have amazing people here. We have Rookery. We have Oliscotch. We have Fornax. We have Kroof. And we have Boots as well. Amazing people. I'm debating intros right now. <laughs> I'm like, do we do is do, do we ha- do we do intros? Yeah, I think we will. We probably will. And then we'll just be short. We've been getting good at this. We've been getting good at short intros. I hope everyone in the chat is amazing and great. I would love to hear and see in the chat you talking about your favorite favorite bits and bobs that you've kind of enjoyed about Guild Wars 2 in the past. They don't have to be necessarily involved directly with the game. They could be around, you know, experiences with people. You know, friends you've met, wives or husbands or significant others or whoever you've met, dogs, pets. You know, you may have got a pet cat and named it after Rillock. I don't know. <laughs> like, just fun stuff. I'm making it up now. Um, <laughs> it's kind of what I do every day. Uh, but yeah. Would love to hear your experiences and also everyone hello in chat. I hope you're good. We've got drops at the moment as well. If you don't know how to do that, you can do exclamation mark GW2 drops. There will be a video which will describe and help you to understand what you need to do. And that is going to be that. First of all, Rook is awesome to see you again. Do you want to give us a f- quick intro? And also, what is your favorite die in Guild Wars 2? Oh. Picked a hard question. Kind of speedy <laughs> intro. What about all right? What is your favorite outfit? In Good we'll see. Because okay, that one's easy. very easy for you. I got it. I got it. It's easy for me at least. Hey everybody, I'm Rookery. We'll make this fast. R O O K U R I. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and as well on Twitter at Rookery underscore. My favorite outfit in the game is clearly the Orange Champion one. I mean, come on. You all know me, at least some of you know me. And if you don't, now you know me a little bit better because that's the one. And if I can be Rainbow Sparkles and Orin's champion, I'm going to do it. At the same time, you have to be both because mm-hmm. otherwise it just doesn't make any sense. Perfect. Please go and follow Rook. Awesome creator within the Guild Wars 2, Final Fantasy 14, and does some other bits and bobs. Areas. <laughs> wow. Directories, things. Make sure you follow them. <gasps> Next is going to be, I'm going to go in order here, Fornax is here, aka the Crichton Herald. Welcome back, I hope you're well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and obviously... Favourite outfit, Guild Wars 2. Favourite outfit, um, I like the champion of Tyria outfit. The the, the um, armoury looking one with the big um, Guild Wars 2 dragon-esque 2 on it. I really like that one. Um... I'm Vornex. Uh, the channel that I run is the Crichton Herald, and I've just dropped a massive new player guide. So if you know anybody who's new to the game, please do check it out. It's super long. Please use it as reference. I don't want to comatose anybody. Don't definitely don't like use it when driving. There's a, there's a warning there. Sleep hazard. Okay. Wait. Yeah, so that, part of your that. intro was telling people not to watch it while driving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a responsible content creator. That's what I am. 
Okay. okay. There's actually some ASMR videos that do that for that uh, specific reason. So, you know, people very tell smart. me all the time. People tell me all the time that they use my content to go to sleep. So genuinely, <laughs> be careful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> please go and because, follow them. <laughs> because Fornex has a beautiful and silky voice, Jebra. I, not no, 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 no. Well, I'm saying voice. I, I've known <laughs> I've known Grand Hair for a long time. Your their content is amazing and awesome. Yes, I would never fall asleep mm. during your videos. In fact, I watch your videos while I'm working out, while I'm doing all the things. I'm just like I need energy, you know, like. I need something. Lie to, lie to me, baby. Good. Lie to me. I like it. I am it. not <laughs> lying to you. I am going now. The podcast is over. Um, okay. Thank you very much. Please go and follow Fornax's all info is all in the description below. There's gonna be lots of stuff in the description below. We have also got the amazing and Otter Scotch as well, who is returning and joined us in podcasts in the past. Hello. Yes. Outfit um, and all the things. See, I'm actually, I have the page of all the Guild Wars outfits uh -huh. up right now, and I'm frantically scrolling through which one, which one, which one. Oh, okay. Two. Queensdale Academy. Wait, did you I say love... two? <laughs> yes, two outfits. Wow. Cheating. Um, the... Oh, yes. <laughs> um, the thing is that the other one, the Ascended Orion clothing outfit. I hate the pants on the thing, but that t-shirt I want in real life. I love it so much. Mm. It is such a cool design. Okay. And, um, yes, me. Uh, I am a variety streamer. I do Guild Wars on Tuesdays. I stab things when I have the energy to. It's, it's called needle felting. It's really, really fun. <laughs> It'll be back on felting Fridays one day. Once the summer calms down. Okay, you almost were. You were the most mm -hmm. the were almost the first one. Oh no, you weren't gonna swear. Okay, no, that's all right. Oh no, no, that's okay. That's all right. Okay. I, I, I mean, would have Otter sworn. makes Otter makes some fucking amazing fuck <laughs> One of these times, I should actually have a felt sitting here so I can show you guys. It's really Good. cool. Otter oh. made the cutest little dragon, and you talking about it just made me remember that I like Literally desperately right want to get my hands on one of your adorable little felt dragons. Yeah, They're sure. so cute. Yeah, I remember that. Is that oh, the one yeah. we did the tweeting with, Scotch? I can't remember. Is that the yeah. same one? Yeah. What we're talking yeah, about? so this uh, one's uh, it's like mixed oh. media. It's got some uh, embroidery knots awesome. and felt. And, yeah. Anyways. Do you have a shop? Um, not yet. Okay. Felting is actually an incredibly slow craft. It takes so long, so I have to build up a backlog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, we can get one. That's how we'll put it in the description. Yeah. <gasps> Gimme. Yeah, Rylus wants one. $17,000. We're at auction elf now. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Anyone? 17000 It's a lot of money to start off with, but it's fair. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot Maybe of time. gold. Golden game. Yes. Yeah. 17000 gold. Your MMs have actually in actually considered... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that's the time thing. I'm so poor in game. <laughs> okay, awesome to have you here, Otter Scotch. Please check them out and all their things. Kruf is back as well. Hello, Kruf. Awesome, Kruf. It's good to have you back. We just watched Hi, an everyone. awesome ad from Kruf as well. He's doing some stuff with uh, Hello Fresh this week, next week with Rookery as well, and Emmy from Guild Wars Two. Tell us a bit about yourself as well as which outfit is your favorite. Well, everyone, lovely to be back. I uh, do a lot of 
Guild Wars 2 YouTube videos and I also stream here on Twitch throughout the week, doing a bunch of drops this week. I've been having such an amazing time and been so thankful to be a part of this community. And uh, thanks for having me back on for this 10-year anniversary stuff. Um, but in terms of my favorite outfit, I'd have to probably say the Arcane outfit. I like its simplistic Ooh. design. It's scholarly. It's kind of that mage where you're like a keeper of lore. So I really enjoy the Arcane outfit. Nice choice. Nice choice. Awesome. Please check out Griffin on the bits and bobs. They will be in the description below. Thank you very much for coming on once again. And last, but certainly not least, Old Man Boots, 80 levels of Guild Wars 2 experience all via fishing. It is World of Enders, a.k.a. Boots. There you go. Sorry. I just had to. I heard to. some of that. I heard <laughs> some of that. <laughs> that was a pretty good intro. I want that uh, thank you every that. time. Every time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's right. I, I, I finished that thing. I also just did one where I explored everything with no, without interacting with anything. Got to do with that. I got to do it yeah. again because they just changed um, the way experience works getting to 80. Like they, it's all different now. <laughs> so I got to do it again because I think I could do it without a without a boost. You can do it on time. your Steam account? I just know. I'd, I'd rather do it on my main 10. account. Okay. I'd, I'd rather do it on my main account just so I have the mounts at first. Um, oh. But it's doable. I've been having fun. Uh, yeah, I, I do uh, videos on uh, YouTube, World of Vendors. <laughs> I sometimes stream on Twitch, Boots underscore. And my favorite outfit is i mean it's got to be the mad king outfit for various reasons. oh yeah fair play yeah fair play yeah okay well thank you very much for coming back on boots as well it is awesome to have you here uh i'm going to tell you my favorite outfit i just need to find the name of it it's the it's not the maggie tech one it's the one with the holograms on it um and it's like dynamic is it dynamic the, the exosuit Exosuit, yes, it's the exosuit. Yeah. Yes, it's very engineering. Uh, and when you have hollow, when you got photo on forge on engineer, the holograms still show over the top of you as a hologram. That looks very cool. Um, I don't think that's intentional. <laughs> it's the same with uh, druid celestial form as well. You still got like holograms on top. It looks very good. Okay, so we are celebrating a decade of Guild Wars 2. Uh, I thought we'd start off with something fun first. Oh, it's all going to be fun. I'm not saying that the stream is not going to be fun. Because um, that would suck, wouldn't it? You'd just all live. Um, I'm going to show you some stats. They actually came out with this on their website. Yeah, I'm very awkward sometimes, Rick. Uh, have you not know? Have you not found this out about me? No, you know, Jabra, we've known <laughs> each other for a long time now, and just today, in this moment, am I discovering this? It's all right. It's why we love you. It's why we love you. Oh god! Look how many people are on this screen. <laughs> so good. I'm really right. excited about today. Yeah, I just want to point out, Jabra. I think you have only gotten steadily better and better at intros and segues throughout the years. Oh, really? Okay, this yeah, is good. Yeah. I'm glad something's improved. <laughs> Thank you for saying. It's hard work. Um, it's, I talk a lot. Um, there are six. There, I'm just very excited that you're all here and you're available as well. There was. I wanted to fit more people in, but it was just not going to work. There's too many people, too many screens, and there will be a day when I do that. But maybe in ten, another ten years. Um, but yeah, did you all see this? The um, stats page they put out. 
that kind of stuff. Yep. Cool, right? I cool have it open in one of my tabs, one of a million tabs to look at later. So this is great. I can clear a tab after this. Cool. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm glad I could, could help you with that. Uh, uh, Guild Wars 2, so if you don't know, because you're listening audibly, and if you don't know what's going on, there's been 10 years of Guild Wars 2. 2012, August was when the game released. There were some betas before. We've had 10 years of the game, and in the week that there's been 10 years, basically there's been the Steam release, there has been drops on Twitch, which is a big new thing, which is very, very important for the directory, not only for the directory, but for the growth of the game. Cross fingers that this continues. Um, but yeah, so it's a really, really big week. It's an important week. Um, and stats-wise, there's some, there's some fun ones on here. Zaitan has tasted defeat over 1.8 million times. That's a lot of... That's a lot of death. Zaitan, I feel bad. A lot of fire. Yeah, that was a lot of fire. Zaitan doesn't... Is, is the only Elder Dragon without a meta? He, I guess technically you could say, sort of, his metas might encompass the Orion zones, um, and they're like mini-metas, but yeah, he's one of the only ones that doesn't have a designated meta. The Quaddle may be part of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this really is not stretching. a meta to kill him. Mm. No, 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 there no, technically no. is a meta to get to the dungeon to then, yeah. you know, experience that fight. But uh, yeah. it's does, a little roundabout of a way. Neither does uh, Kralk a Torque, right? No, Kralk no. does. Does yeah. Kralk has a uh, Dragonfall. Dragonfall. Oh well, that, he's already fallen up. by that point. No, he's, yeah, he's not alive. Dead. We just got to do a lot <laughs> I mean, of like. He's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> He's just standing on the floor. But yeah. dead. Kind of half. He's not dead. Hey, Such I'm a cool dead. map. I guess you could consider like Dragon Storm not to be a meta, but instead just be like its own instanced boss fight. Mm. But um It's not a Mordremoth flow. The Zaitan is a little bit of an outlier in terms yeah. of like it being in an instanced dungeon type thing. That you all get together to go and fight mm-hmm. for big loot. Now, it's interesting, though. 1.8 million people have defeated Zaitan. Mm-hmm. Um, 16 million accounts in, from the start of the game. That means, like, only 1 in 10 people actually have defeated Zaitan after getting Guild Wars 2. There are a lot of reasons why people play Guild Wars 2, and I think that that is good. Hey, hey, there's the devil's advocate. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, if, in the height of in the height of uh, PvP, specifically like the esports, I would say I don't like saying esports, but like in the in the height of that, a lot of accounts were created for just PvP purposes as well. Because I think loads of people were just like create thing, do PvP because you can get in there level two, three, uh, and I think it was maybe eight back then, but. So but there would be loads of reasons to do that. People just like World v. World. People don't play the story. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I think it's a point. It's interesting. They'll, like, mm. they'll join in for the expansion. They'll jump straight to the expansion story yeah. and never, sure, yeah, never of course. finish the, mm. the personal story. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not exactly sure. My assumption would be that the marker is specific. Like, they're talking about that instance, the final instance. So, I mean, there may mm. be some way that they, like, did or didn't count that or didn't, you know. But at the same time, I mean, that's still so cool to see and to think about that fact, right? Because when you think about all the lore in Guild Wars 2, um, Zaitan's 
defeat was something that like as a new player i just kind of went through and i was like and we killed the dragon yay and then as more time went on i mean well okay you all know that in my heart i was actually secretly sad about it because i wish we could have been friends with the dragon but this one was a little gnarly (laughs) so i guess if he had to die that was fine but you wanted (laughs) to be friends with zaitan like maybe i don't know he's got some kind of cool designs but there's a lot of tentacles happening so that might be some thing when you're friends with zaitan you're also friends with the other hundreds of friends that he has inside like that's true there's a lot of like disembodied zaitan's my favorite dragon to be fair Yeah, I mean, I think Zaitan's design is really cool, but one of the things that I think is so memorable about him, but then all the dragons, is that in retrospect, as I learned more about the world and I learned more about everything, (laughs) about everything, you really did, and myself, the whole universe. No, I. That defeat is so pivotal, right? Because up until that point, no one thought that the dragons could ever be killed. And Mm -hmm. um, the world literally just kind of was going, well, if they ever come back again, I guess we'll all just die. Like, I, you know, like, I don't know what we do. Like, we can fight. We maybe have a chance. He's technically been kind of here, but hasn't immediately annihilated us. But we've even felt an end of dragons, the ripple effects water pun intended of his rising and when he dredged up ore so i actually just liked seeing that stat because to me it reminded me where we started what it meant for tyria for us to become a hero and what like the future would hold for all of us as players Mm. what what's the lore again so i remember that it was at five thousand years ago was the last time the dragons had risen ten ten thousand yeah longer yeah what did they they just put them back to sleep that time right no. They like they wake up, they eat all the magic. When they run out of magic to eat, they go they back go to back sleep to... and they go into a food coma. Yeah. yeah. And that's why the Forgotten were gone. They're like bears, yeah. Well, I mean, they like they're annihilated gone. everything almost. Yeah, and yeah. what was left would eventually evolve, you know, but what was what was left was saved by Glint. So mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of demolished the Jotun Empire. Um, the Masat fled. They were in an alliance. They fled and they betrayed their people. Um, there was a whole race that the, the Forgotten did their best. And, and But yeah, if you do the story of Ara, it, it, it actually goes through a huge amount of that lore. And it's, it's, it's great stuff. But Ara is still quite a challenging dungeon, mm. especially for new players. So what do we know uh, this is probably getting off topic already but do we know it's off topic never how Let's many <laughs> years ago uh suwan created the other dragons no i don't think we're given any timeline on that no okay no i mean theoretically from what we know the world became the world physically because she existed and created the dragons. But like Mm -hmm. when exactly that happened and exactly how long the world was, we don't like how long Tyria itself has existed in its manifested physical form. I I don't believe we have any confirmation on specifically. Oh, in a lot of ways, Tyria, just like, you know, you have, uh, the under, the under, um, world, you have, um, uh, Cormier's realm, you have uh, Mel- uh, all the gods' realms, essentially. Tyria was Suwan's created realm. Mm, we don't know that. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> she so definitely took it over. Yeah, and we know we know that she's here. We we think. I mean, it's speculation that she is an entity from the mists. 
but we don't know that she spun kind of Tyria into existence. Okay. And okay. even though that the story, the arc has, has closed off, they've left quite a lot of threads narratively that I think that they might want to explore in side quests or, or, or okay. additional lore going forward because it, it was very... Although we got to meet sort of the progenitor of the Elder Dragons and we got a sense of her purpose in creating them, she didn't really go into the depth that I would like to to understand the, the, the kind of the, the, the foundation upon which um, Tyria and the, the magics of Tyria and the balance of Tyria is. Oh, yeah, the issue is... On. Uh, we, it was like the commander and the other people just trying to fight Suwan going to talk to her. We should have sent a historian. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I was technically a Priory member and I still couldn't get any other information. So, um, I mean, I, it's interesting. <laughs> there is the mention in the chat, and I thought I remembered this too, that there's this discussion about before the world of Tyria existed, there was only a void. That is when Suwan created the world and the other Elder Dragons and Mother's Lament. So... I don't know, I because in some of the post-dialogue that we get with her, where she talks about, uh, you know, mm -hmm. after you do the meta and she's down in the cradle, mm -hmm. we get a little bit more, um, which is so worth catching if you haven't, even if you just watched a video of it. Yeah. But it is really interesting to think about because we also don't even necessarily, you know what I mean? We don't really know, no. It, it's, oh, no. it's not something, yeah, that I think we super, super hardcore have locked in, but um, at least theoretically kind of... The impression I got was that yes, she was responsible for at least the physical manifestation of the world, but um, it's like been very it. interesting. Yeah, I like it. That was that was what I was wishing for for the for what before the expansion came out. I was wishing that the um, sea dragon was the world dragon, and I guess that's kind of what she was. Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting now that there. like there's it's just been all about the dragons for so long, and now in, it's gonna not necessarily be about them. And we're gonna uh, it isn't, but another issue is if it is kind of like a realm that she created, and we saw what happened when Cormier left her realm. So I don't know, man. Well, well that's really, the no, technically. Yeah. That, that was not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yes, yes. Orene has technically, theoretically, is the evolution of dragon that would be able to hold that cornerstone down and then reflect and refract without corrupting herself with it. We deepen the lore. Ten years. Let's go. No, yeah. <laughs> but it's. But yeah, that's. But she herself says at the end of dragons that she doesn't know this is untested, right? She has no idea if she will one day fall prey to what Suwan did. Mm -hmm. It's just that they think she won't. Take a so while. probably a bit, yeah. a bit till that happens. That's good. Was free. Not just like in 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 respect to the human gods leaving. It's really heavily implied, and correct me if I'm missing information, that they came and they like carved out their little realms. And so yeah. Cormier's realm collapsing is because she's no longer there physically holding, holding it there. It together. Yeah. Whereas before Suwan ever made the the other other elder dragons, there was the space there that wasn't collapsing on itself. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, mean we, just, we just we don't have the bang theory of the universe theory. Mm -hmm. We don't. It would be something that I would love for them to explore, but I don't necessarily think that it's a bad thing that we don't know. Mm. It's like I our own world. So we don't know many. We know less about our own world than we currently probably know about theory. I mean, I'm... well, we don't know what seventy percent of the matter in the universe is made of. So yes, we are quite mm -hmm. in the dark. And yeah. she's fine. Yeah. You know, I think that's easy for it's like fine. you having that imagination is important. Not knowing exactly and... what's going on. 
I mean, that entire journey technically begins. This this arc does technically begin with Zaitan's defeat, right? And even them, the actual inhabitants of Tyria, asking, "What does this mean? And what does what do these dragons mean for our world?" So I like that they put that stat in there. Um, although yeah. there's a lot of other ones that are really cool yeah. throughout the rest of this. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, we should continue with this. Oh, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> absolute no. But that, but I think you know you reminded me about another big culmination and another big thing for the ten years. They timed this with the end of dragons like really well it's the 10 years you know mm-hmm. end of dragons mm-hmm. that's another big thing in this year so no absolutely okay. talk about the things you're enjoying about the game it's good to see your passion and hear about that that's what people want to do that's one of the big comments about these videos is hearing people's passion it's fine we don't have to stick to every single minute detail i've put in the silly document i enjoy hearing your excitement about the game um okay so yeah this is a fun one the to, to, to conquer the creator as well. Arena developers have only succumbed to other players in PvP combat for 44,794 times. You need to be going out there and making sure the Arena Net devs are a bit getting slain in, in World v. World and PvP people. Come on. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, 10,000 of those are Bobby Stein. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this was is that true. directly after the balance patch or before? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god! This is after the one before the one we just had. Um, I got, <laughs> I got my conquer the creator at long last with Kruf and Glenn when we did a we PvP did. co-op, and then Nick kindly sacrificed his beautiful character's body for us to kill. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. That Nick. was a fun, fun stream. <laughs> I was listening to that. It was good. Um, 13 truly, so 13 million mount rides. We've got <laughs> help me help you. Players, you have, have revived one another from downstate or death on over 1.8 billion occasions. <laughs> billion. <laughs> There's a lot of death in Guild Wars 2. Most even on the prevented lists. <laughs> so true. I saw that on the Reddit. I was so that was a great joke. In raids, uh, specifically, it's normally those. This is a big one, isn't it? Like, training dummies have absorbed over one hundred and fifty-six trillion damage. Oof. A lot of damage. They need a vacation. On the the help me help you. I just I love the little addendum, which is helpful because. On average, players die. Nine players die every second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's great. I mean, one not great, but like... <laughs> like yeah, sounds right. The help me help you reminds me of the fact that we've talked about a few times on the podcast about the mentality that's even worked into the actual mechanics of Guild Wars 2 yes. to be a cooperative, collaborative... MMO space, right? Mm-hmm. Everything from everybody, you know, shared. It, it's oh, you know, everybody gets their own loot. To uh, there's no such thing as like tagging a target and nobody else gets stuff. Like events and things, everybody can participate. You can come in, you can join in. Um, stuff like downstate, though, I think also in its own way fosters that sense, right? You see somebody go down, and you can help them. Uh, you're in a raid, and everybody's like, "Res your friends, res your friends." That's usually what at least our groups are yelling. Um, so there are many systems even in Guild Wars 2 that I think encourage that kind of help each other, help me help you kind of mentality within the game, which uh, I really appreciate because I do think it actually affects our, like the tone of our community and how people kind of view adventuring through the world together. 
But I mean, it was their ethos that seeing someone else on the horizon was a good thing. It wasn't competition. It was a friend to play with. It was someone to enhance the game and enhance your enjoyment rather than compete for resources and not be able to help. You know, mm -hmm. it's a good ethos. As we continue through, you've got some, there's some nice numbers I'm seeing here. Like, Suwon has met her final end over 182,000 times. I think that's quite, that feels like a lot. That feels like a lot. And that's a story version, right? I mean, I think, I mean, say. it's probably a combination, maybe? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Because there's two versions. But even if it's just story version, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> like, it just yeah. came out, it's not even out a year. I mean, that's pretty immense. I mean, e even if it's a combination between, you know, different things, that's still a big number. That's a good indication of how many people have, like, played the game, came back to the game and then finished that expansion, right? I mean, you know, this is all good. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah, and then there's the big one, Steam. Wow. I wonder what we're going to talk about next. Uh, <laughs> anything else on there that people, someone wants to mention quickly? I like the legendary one. 1. 1.8 million legendary weapons have been crafted. Yeah. It's a lot Some of Mystic Coins. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just no, it's a lot of Mystic Coins. Mystic Clovers as well. Oh. Man, I Ugh. love the Zomoros in that raid. His dual wielding Twilight and yeah. uh, Dawn. <laughs> That's so a great cool. things about that raid. That's true. If only we could play Jen, because then we can just dual wield two-headed weapons because you yeah. just have the extra arms could be an elite specialization for one class one day you never know that no would, weapon swap how would that work no weapon swap let's go only two trait lines but then what happens to the hot i made a i think for <laughs> elite speculation <laughs> two one time i made a a way that it would work for a, like a weapon specialist uh tech, but i forget what how i did it the profession skills like f1 to f5 no, for the weapon skills. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just saying you could, like, <laughs> you could double them up. Oh, you so could. instead of your profession, you just have both Yeah, that, I don't think yeah. that's how I did, but that could work. That could work. That could I work. mean, that's, that's definitely a podcast we could do, for sure, as we think about the next expansion. Thinking about future cult. For, do you remember the cult? Do you remember the amount? Actually, that's a good thing we could talk about on the Lightbringers as well. Like, for good favorite Lightbringers moments. There you go. Um, but, like... We did. We had a lot of podcasts on our. We did a whole series, didn't we, on what we wanted? That was a pretty epic. That was a pretty epic uh, amount of shows leading up to End of Dragons and like post End of Dragons. Like was just this. Woo! And then classics like you know the classes coming out talking about trailers. Oh my god, it was so good. Um. Okay, so I'm not gonna derail. I'm not gonna be the one who derails this. Uh, I already do a very good job at doing that everywhere. Okay, so, Steam, how are we feeling about Steam launch this week? How was it? Did we pl did anyone play on the new Steam launcher? Was it easy to get into the game? Uh, have you seen a lot of new players? What's, what's the general feeling and consensus so far? It's only been... So, just for some context for people, it came out on Tuesday. It's only Friday haven't had a weekend yet so it's not like there's no until we've had this first weekend we're not going to really know numbers that well we know we know kind of some numbers of you know the average people playing on steam but like this is a long term thing as well so general thoughts any i mean right now i am looking at the steam 
page top sellers. And it has been in the in the last few days, it's been right up there at the top. It is still nice. here within the top, I would say top 100. They don't have them actually like listed numerically, but it's what, top 50 or something like that? Literally, you just scroll down and there it is. The Guild Wars 2, Heart of Thorns, Guild Wars 2, X-Pack bundles. Mm. Um, so yeah, I would say this has been huge, personally. Uh, it's been incredible to witness so many people coming into the game and be so excited about the game. It's been fantastic as well, I think, even just to see a resurgence of interest from people returning to the game. But immediately, we have felt the influence just like that, you know? It was immediately effective. I started a fresh account, and I have been having a blast with all of the changes that they've implemented into the early mm. leveling experience. I was blown away. I was like level 30 before I even left the first zone. And that was always a core element of Guild Wars 2, even back in 2012, where they're like, the leveling shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be this grind. It should be something that is actively always happening and the level scaling in Guild Wars 2 also makes it um, to where it doesn't invalidate uh, other areas of content. And just seeing all of the new players come in, experience so many dynamic events popping up all at once, and it's just been so nice. And with the leveling increase, I've been able to do my story instances much faster, which I know the, oh, the brackets yeah. of levels is something That's that we've so talked important. about, mm -hmm. but it's something that I've been like, oh, I'm not waiting as long to, to hit no, the next story. Absolutely. Yeah, that was the thing I was most concerned about for the new players going in that i thought that like the gaps to 10 to 20 were going to be too much but yeah if they if they made the experience curve a lot tighter then that that works might be different when you hit about 50 plus because that gets a little bit longer yeah I'm but not i feel like yet. once you're at 50 plus you have more of a direction in mind of what you're doing maybe sure, yeah, right yeah. as a new player if you're a new yeah. player from 1 to 20 you still don't really know what you're supposed to be doing in game uh you have but once you're at 50 you probably are starting to I get don't know. i haven't i haven't had i haven't seen many people talking about that difficulty i think we see that more i think for ourselves we see that a lot but like any video i'm watching or listening to or any new players like people streaming the game they seem to be fine with where they've been going like i've just been surprised i was like how the hell do you even know where to go I right now say that Weird. the average streamer probably is more in tune to oh yeah absolutely how a video game works so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't think it's uh, watching streams or videos about it necessarily is representative of the know. greater it depends though if you like go and play destiny 2 right now there are a lot of people who tell you their opinion on how poorly that that beginning player experience is um but like but no you're right as well like maybe there's that kind of linear i think it's partly to do with what Kroof's saying as well like kind of you know you can kind of explore the zone and stuff and then you remember that you've got this other thing to do and it pops up and you've already kind of got there yeah I was about 20 22 23 before I left Plains of Ashford and I'd done complete I'd done completion on Steam and I was like damn I'm doing this with a mount but and I thought it was going to ruin it the experience but actually it doesn't really at all it, it makes it feel a little bit more like I can, I've just got this as an option. It's not as fast. I'm not clearing the area as quick because I've not got the masteries. So it doesn't really actually matter. And I'm not using in story instances. And the story instances for Char are so good. I'm really good. The, the like the the race story, like from all races, is pretty decent until you know later. But like, no, I still like it. I actually like it. But hey ho, um, it becomes more um, homogenized. 
but yes. the, the yeah. early one, your choices really matter and you get taken yeah. on different story experiences. But then, of course, you kind of have so to meet a, a similar point towards the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a shame. It... <laughs> oh, I, mean, I mean, I like it. it. I still like it. Sorry. <laughs> There, there will always be some of that in a yeah, game, right? And especially in an MMO. But I love it because one of my favorite games is Dragon Age Origins. And they Yay. have what they consider to be your origin story. And that story based off of your race and some of the choices you've made about like how your character might operate in the society that they started. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a different intro, essentially, that you play, which then frames the context of the rest of your journey in a slightly different way. And that's what I feel like Guild Wars 2 does with their variety of choice and replayability at the start of the game. It helps frame that journey you're going to take in a different way, which I love. Um, and I mean, all of this is so good. We, we These changes, the Steam release, and like everybody was saying, this new player experience, I do think, is hanging together. We were a little bit worried. We were thinking, oh, hey, maybe they could do this yeah. or this or this to make it even better. We want this to be received really well. And I'm sure over time we will hear some feedback from people about what works, what doesn't. But chat brought up, and I thought it was important to mention, that the new adventure guide, I think, also helps propel players. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. so well done. It's so visible. The icons and everything for it just so clear as something to pay attention to. And I think that with that increased kind of speed with the leveling, with the mount features, with the other changes they've made, um, people were just commenting today in my stream about the world bosses and how many new players they've seen from Steam who mm-hmm. they get to one and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I got too excited and I choked on myself. So, <laughs> but they're <Wow>. so excited. <laughs> the words so, we're using today. This and is dust. how much I love Guild Wars too. Um, <laughs> I can it. choke on um, dust. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been really great. That new player experience. People coming in seem to be really having fun. Yeah. I I think that I think the problem with us is that we know how much better how much better the story delivery is and the sense of immersion is and the as the expansions have gone on on it's got better and better their storytelling with each expansion so people are coming in and they're like this story is good and it's interesting and it's compelling and we've got choices and i've got beautiful environments to explore and all these world bosses and, and we're like guys just just wait and see just keep coming keep coming because the more expansions the the, the, the more you explore the world the better it gets 100 percent it's weird, isn't it? How how well it's not weird, but we can take things for you know, take things for granted. I think a lot of the time, for yeah. how much how much quality there is really, and then you start to replay it. And I think replaying it on Steam is a really good opportunity to see how much how strong your character is as well, and how strong your account actually does grow in the respects of not just having all of these items and experiences, but magic find gold find like gold um, gain. Um, experience gain, like just core ca- account stuff, because you've got all these ba- like bonuses from you know just playing the game and dailies, and you know racking up those achievements, you know, and you're getting all these things, and you're like looking at your account, right. and you're humbled by the fact that you can't wear the things you want to wear. And I love that part of the journey of an MMORPG is my favorite part, like looking like absolute crap <laughs> for most <laughs> of my experience. Like I have to. I didn't want anyone to send me any items to unlock armor or outfits. I was like, I will retroactively get these through how other players get them. So through drops from Guild Wars 2, like how does that feel for a new player? Getting a free thing from the 
uh, trading post every so often because if you remember like gold back in the day when you started like if you had a gold or two you were instantly you were rich like you were rich and you were the richest person in the game like a couple of gold and that was it there used to be an achievement that said well there still is an achievement that says i'm rich you know you get the title for i think it was only 200 gold maybe it's 300 yeah yeah which which back in the day was like i'm never gonna get this i'm never gonna get this (laughs) you you couldn't even get a legendary with that do you know what i mean (laughs) there was no way I think I hit four gold by like level twenty five or thirty. Wow, like, really? I didn't yeah. know that I was in wealthy world buying like the uh, cultural. I think it's no. easier now. I think it's easier now to get gold for sure. Yeah, I think I was trying to save up for like the cultural armor because I because it was like the most unique armor sets in the game at the time or something. I like mm-hmm. you know the. Oh, also, if I think cultures. if you have all the cultural armor on all different races. I think there's another achievement for that, like the Emperor's New Clothes or something. Yeah, like, something like that. There is, yeah. yeah. I can confirm. Yes, I have that, yeah. Of course you That's like 3,000 gold or something, isn't it? I've no. been getting it through the World vs. World Big Spender. That's mm-hmm. how I get my Big Spender, is I go in and unlock a skin I haven't got yet. Mm. I, I suppose the, I suppose well, the upper pieces are about 30 gold each, aren't they, mm-hmm. the, for, the, for the Tier 3 stuff? So, yeah, maybe, actually. Shirt balls. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you can get it through Wild v Wild, yes, it's cheaper. That's true. Oh, it's a thousand gold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one other element about the new player adventure guide that I just want to like note is that it's not account bound; it's character bound. So there is somewhat more of like a traditional quest system that you can kind of follow, uh, in addition to your hearts and your dynamic <laughs> events. But you get XP for doing literally anything, like doing an emote swapping your weapon just going and doing depositing like, something in the bank yeah so <laughs> not only have they increased the amount of xp you get from killing mobs and doing events but it's just like they're giving you xp for just breathing and dodging it's yeah so great everything um, and you're getting and it on will, new characters now right like yeah, old characters per character every character and this will happen for each character that you create so leveling if you want to try out other professions the combat in this game is so amazing it's a great yeah. opportunity to get more classes so my replay of doing the no interact thing, I think I'm going to do it so that I I uh, achieve the least amount of things possible in the. Uh, <laughs> you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. Guide. I think you're going to have to take. You're going to have to unbound inventory, dodge, all my, heal, yeah. all yeah. your skills and utilities, <laughs> like everything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to. You can't equip weapons either. Like you just don't. You even... Just allow myself to die. Is, do you get experience for dying? Probably. Downstay, I think you get experience from uh, if you rally. Okay. So if well, you go down, you're gonna have to die. Do you get experience yeah. from? Re- do you get the achievement card from downstay abilities though? I'm not gonna use the abilities. I need to go look at it. I can't remember. <laughs> I think you do. Can you? I, I know I got know. it for rallying in a dungeon. Okay, so. okay, rallying. And it's like a decent chunk of XP. It's like a bar or two, depending on how. <laughs> Brick- like, <laughs> Brickle not- in the chat. I wish you got experience from dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this great the new series boots boots masochistic leveling experience yes yeah. it's been like not that. masochistic at all i i did it early. <laughs> to get to 80 it was only like from your uh, point of view 14 yes. hours and it was a lot of fun because it was just like swapping really quickly on mounts back and forth and trying mm-hmm. to like you know beetle race everywhere it was really a lot of fun i'm glad you had fun yeah. fun is important play the way you want to play boots 
with no boots on. You should play it. With, do you wear no boots or do you just it's, wear it's, boots? I, I don't think you get boots in your starting equipment, so I did not wear boots, I don't think. Oh, that's disappointing. I think yeah. you get shoes. Though. Boots, bootless level you shoes. shoes. You probably get shoes. You don't get, sh- you don't get shoulders. You don't get shoulder piece to like level 15. You don't get a helm. Well, you, do, you get a helm if you uh, get a helm. You can yeah, exactly. If you make your character design yeah. that way. An uh, achievement for defeating twenty-five enemies, so you got to make it through without doing that. Oh, there's no way I could do that. I delete my weapon, and then I don't use any damaging skills. But then, if you dismount, like even just dismounting, sometimes if you press the one key, you're just gonna like swipe things. And maybe no, you could dismount always by just uh, trying to mount button. another mount. That is a, that you. is part of the challenge, though. Art Scotch has given you a challenge there. Make sure you don't hit those some <laughs> certain achievements by the end of your run. Oh, the completely... What's the word? Um, oh, what's the word for no no violence? Uh, what's pacifist. It? Yes, pacifist. pacifist. Complete pacifist, pacifist run. It's done. I did two. it already. But, no, did you, but no. you must have killed some things. I didn't kill no, anything. You really? were fishing. You were killing the fish. No, no, that's the fishing. The fishing I already did, but I already did the exploration oh, one. And that I didn't, I didn't kill anything. That's a separate anything. character. Okay. So why I actually also eating. didn't kill the... Uh, the the original instance thing the um the the oh, earth elemental there? i just stood there logan was protecting yeah, me and i died. just stood there <laughs> and then like died it. now boots the True. real test here would be to try and do a no pacifist or as pacifist as possible full run of the entire story because i think you have to you, kill things you don't have you? to <laughs> you would have to have <laughs> you friends you, you would have to hire mercenaries to come and like guide you through it there yeah, you just go have friends oh, hold on <laughs> That would be hilarious, though. <laughs> the in lines are actually like, hey, I have a weird question. You just be yeah, in like actually, the that's that's literally bad idea. Like, and I don't go... get my friends to do. Don't get people on my friends list. No, I have to you go have to random to people. Socialize. In character, mm. try to hire mercenaries to complete parts of the oh, story. Oh, there, traveler. <laughs> and you've just got your own guild. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, can you help me fight this level fifty like story instance?" I'll pay you two gold to be no, like, "No, no, no, sure. no." In character, so I'd have to go like. It's your NPC. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I I you know that I'm the pack commander. And I'm ordering you to do this. <laughs> I mean, you can fully roleplay. That's up to you. I mean, I think that would actually be an epic. I think that's a good series that I mean, someone that should be do. Fun. Now, so. all of this to go to bring it back, to bring it back with all of this, because this was great. But the Steam release, I mean, obviously, we had a huge <laughs> influx of all new right. players. Why is <laughs> it every time I speak, I derail the conversation? <laughs> Oh, That's I think okay, we were all responsible for that one. <laughs> it, was the, it was the new player experience. It was playing in on Steam. Yeah, but then but in common, it comes together, you know. They redid all of the stuff because of Steam. It's linked, loosely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's full kind circle, of. Full circle, but the new achievements are fantastic. I think they really do give people a, a better sense of what's just happening without having yeah. to completely script in a whole new tutorial or entire new thing. So that's great. Um, I mean, of course, are there still improvements? Sure. But as far as like getting people into the world through Steam and running, I think you brought up a great point, Fornax. We we as players do know how fantastic this game can be. We also know with our experience being at where we are, even having experienced stuff like the tutorial zones and End of Dragons, we know how they would probably have redone this given the chance, you know? Yeah. Like, there, there's definitely those things. But as far as the actual Steam launch has gone, 
it has been phenomenal. So many people have been coming into the game. Twitch viewership for many reasons has been through the roof, but I've had more new players asking questions than ever before. And I mean, I, we usually have a good amount of new players, even so, but even with that, it's like double, triple the amount of new player questions. I'm having people who are really excited about this. I'm having people who, because it's on Steam now, are checking it out to even consider buying it for the first time. And even people who are coming back who are like, oh, hey, I can't play my account on Steam. Oh, well, but wait, you can add it as a non-Steam game, right? There's a lot of like ways right now that I think it is fostering a whole new wave of players into the game. And I love seeing it, uh, the changes and everything else that they did in preparation for it. Amazing work from ArenaNet. Um, it's definitely been felt. It's It's been visible. And I think there's a lot of uh, renewed hype for the game. And one thing that I thought was so cool was that uh, we've been watching a lot of a sirens going by, so you're going to hear it wailing its beautiful song in the distance. Um, <laughs> we've been talking, so my partner and I have been watching a lot recently of Josh Strife Hayes, uh, the worst MMO, like his mm. series about like, is this is blank the worst MMO that's ever been made? And most of the games that he reviews, many of them are free to play MMOs on Steam because there is an entire market for them on Steam. Absolutely. There's a huge base and like groups and companies know this. And the fact that Guild Wars 2 is quality, that it's about He's as close actually to good. good. <laughs> it's about as close to free to play with the yeah. whole core game being free. Mm -hmm. Like it's in, it's pretty incredible and i think that it just like is another way to even view the potential of steam that i this week when bebop said it to me and went oh hey yeah gilbert's 2 is gonna do great because of look at how many bad ones we've watched <laughs> it's like yeah, oh people yeah, go you know. and play those just because of the videos like they then there's an important there's i could do a whole podcast on the responsibility of content creators and how they can bring about the downfall of some games sometimes um but like also just rebirth energy into them that's for sure because that's definitely happened you know i've had some content creators from wow um final fantasy 14 why i quit wow for good will sue why i quit them blah 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 obviously a lot of it is to get viewership because like you know it's a little bit of drama and then they end up going back to the things but it's still, it's still at the same time they can complement our wonderful game at the same time which is good but yeah those series are great um i don't I was going to say, I don't think that we should discount that this is a, a post-expansion um, bump to viewership. Most games, they have an expansion and it tapers off. Even with the, with the patches that happen, it's only the, like, the hardcore players that are like, hyped for the patches. We've got mm. a, a, a mid-season a mid boost, shall we call it. Well, they haven't done I this before, though, as well, have they, yeah. really? They've never had anything to do that. Like, Living World was always that re-bump and it's only a bump for like for as long as it takes to com complete for a lot of people like the very casual mm -hmm. peeps but like this is a forever bump <laughs> you this know is, this, this is a is new a, players bump not yeah. just existing players coming back for two days which is the ultimate thing because i think that there's not many games like you know if you think about world of warcraft they redid they f their new player experience completely so they invented they basically built a new instance for uh, battle of frazeroth where you're a new player and you can just you get crashed on this island and you're all working together and it's actually pretty good which is where i went back to play for a bit final fantasy 14 they kind of worked reworked their story right 
and you can do the free account stuff, which you know Kruf knows a lot about. Um, and wow, just call me poor. No, no, no. <laughs> wow. I just know you played it a lot. No, y'all free... heard it. Y'all heard on stream. Jebro said Kruf. You don't have enough money to order a sub. Proof. For trash. Yeah, Jebra, I am Jebra's hugely, living at Seattle life right I am now. hugely just like, jealous. Just buy a character <laughs> slot. Just, just buy a character slot. What are you doing deleting characters? Oh my god, I'm so poor. Um, do you understand? <laughs> like, like this week, or literally, like they they announced, like Biden announced a $10,000 like gift loan reduction thing on school loans and I am so happy <laughs> taking a tiny smidgen of my massive debt away from me as I am definitely not rich <laughs> just so people know that when they're watching this stream please subscribe to the channel um, <laughs> um, <laughs> sounded awful but it's also funny um but yeah, so it's Final Fantasy fourteen, And also, like, Guild Wars 2 has rejuvenated their story. Well, not story. New player experience a little bit, which, you know, they could. Do, there's a little bit more that could be done. Um, but at the moment... There's a lot of bit more that they could do, but they did streamline yes. some things, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I think for now, it's, it's enough that they've, they've done some really good job. They've just done a good job of culminating everything into one area of time, which is the 10th anniversary, which is very, very good. Uh, and then drops as well and then you can see obviously from here and you've obviously got the coverage from different wow peeps and other peeps coming into guild wars 2 seeing the um strikes and the cms and so there's a lot of potential growth in different areas and steam is a very 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 big and a huge important part for that there is some problems with i think confusion between how do you buy gems for steam like how do you do this for steam how do you do that for the launcher what's the crossover um which I think we'll just be ironed out as we gain more knowledge about the things. And I think as ArenaNet and Steam work together and they work out those systems, uh, I think it's just knowledge and understanding. I think, you know, the community hub on Steam has been flooded with content, which is just there for everyone to enjoy and take part in, uh, which is good. And there's a lot of discussion. I think before the game came out, there was some negative reviews, which were a bit silly, but there's since then, it's all just been wiped away. Um, it's just Steam being Steam. The negative <laughs> reviews crack me up. Can we just take They're one so second? Funny. There were a lot of very positive. Oh, I don't have one right in front of me. Okay, um, I'll there's, some, but there's some that are very similar to each other that are hilarious. Please, They're please tell so us. They're so good. I just, I loved it because, um, as we always talk about, valid critique of this game, much of which we ourselves have. Every game you play, there's going to be something you can critique, right? So I don't want to dismiss valid critiques, but the things that crack me up the most were the few bad reviews as it launched were like, I have 50,000 hours in the game. Classic <laughs> I, Steam review. I hate this game. I think this game is dumb and stupid. I had to buy <laughs> one stupid. build tab. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's but like, it, no, but it, use 50,000 hours is an exaggeration, but there are legitimately people saying they have 20,000 hours in this game over 10 years, which is over five hours a day for 10 years straight and they're giving it a not recommended because yeah <laughs> you literally look that, at their gameplay the, time the and just be time. like they they're talking crap it's like are you sure are you sure i love the ones where um it's like i saw a review and it was like oh this is so unfortunate i just realized that this game has been out already like it was an early release and that people got a head start and it's like <laughs> it's been free to play for like six years now yeah 
right, okay, it's so cognitive dissonance, isn't it? It's it's just it's just it's yummy. Yeah. If there's a, if there's players who play twenty thousand hours and say not recommended, but then given their not recommended critique that it's destroyed their life because they're addicted to it, fine. <laughs> That's I mean, fair. I have some thought about that. Yeah. Because clearly, twenty thousand hours, you it seems you're addicted to it. So I I'll agree to that. But like when they say you know. Uh, the gem store takes too much of your money. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, but those kinds of things are always subjective. If you're going to spend a lot of money on things, like, you know, you're supporting the game, there's no sub. If you think about it in general, like, most people are playing, paying at least, like, you know, $120 a year for a subscription to games which you can only access via a sub. If you're not spending more than $120 on the game, you know, think about how much... Triple A games cost nowadays, and even if you think about just buying a PS5 game that's you know Triple A, like that's seventy bucks to ninety bucks at least, and you think in eighty hours to a hundred, and it's like MMORPG value is pretty good. It's insanely <laughs> good. Like yeah, you you go watch a movie and it's fifteen bucks for two hours. That's seven bucks now. That's exactly so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact as well, like this is the huge like this is the big caveat, right? Like it is not pay to win. There is nothing yeah. in that cash shop. It is all entirely optional cosmetic yeah. and or, you know, like a few quality of life things, but again, nothing that you can't also have plenty of systems to deal with. Like I play a wide range of MMOs. We have talked about this a lot of times. I know when a cash shop is reaching its grubby little hand in my pocket and just mm. like pulling my money out in droves in a way yeah. that just feels gross. Like yeah. and Guild Wars 2, of course, there are things that you might want. But there is nothing that exactly. you need, and there are plenty of other things that you can get that are just as cool. So it's mm-hmm. like, God. yeah, and it's one, one of, of the other things. things. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say one of the other things is that I think a, lo- a few of the reviews were like, okay, so the entire bundle of everything for the last ten years is too expensive because a hundred dollars is you know forty dollars more than your usual sixty dollar game, but it is ten years of content. But I think the reason why people are looking at it at face value and complaining about that kind of thing is because a lot of these people don't realize that there's no sub fee because they think that all MMOs have sub fees, which most do. Yeah, and they don't realize that that's it. They need you to market this. that more. They did. They've done. started they re- to but... exactly. I actually talked about the gem store on on the new play guide that I put and I and I and I and I kind of emphasized that it's that it's there to support a live service game with no sub fee there's no subscription fee and it's there to support the game not destroy the community it's there for aesthetics if you want them but it but it also has a massive redeeming feature which most other um like games that have these kind of cash shops don't have which is that you can exchange to the to the to the letter to the to the to the gem in-game gold for gems so you never have to spend a brass farthing you don't have to spend a single cent of your of real money in the game you can do it all by gameplay so I, I don't know that there's any other game out there without the sub fee that does this kind of thing. I mean, please correct me in, in, in the chat, but I, I think know. that's a huge None thing. that I know of. The closest I know of is Warframe, which is oh, a very yeah. similar model. The model mm-hmm. is similar. They do have platinum that can be traded. 
between players in game you can buy it with real money and then you can like just trade that currency or like get that currency and then buy stuff from their cash shop but again that's not even warframe is not wholly an mmo in the conventional sense it's closer to something like destiny 2 where you have like a looter shooter with mmo components so yeah as far as actual mmos go their cash op 100% is, I think, one of the most equitable and the most fair. Um, and I mean, I have had friends who played this game because literally they, you know, they really wanted to play a game. They really wanted to play an MMO. And there was literally nothing else that they could afford at that time. They were unemployed. They were ill. They were struggling with whatever it was. And this game was a bright point for them. And it gave them something to grab onto and to play and to have fun with. And in those cases, they chose and were able to choose without having to feel like they were missing out on some huge part of the game. They didn't have to spend any money on it. Um, and if they had more hours rather than cash, then great, they could get in there. Um, and those players who have the money um, can support it and ensure that this service and that this great content is there for others as well to enjoy, which again is like, it's it's just great because it benefits everybody. <laughs> like yeah. you get stuff you want, you've got extra cash, great. You don't have the cash right now, you don't have to pay money to log back in. And I hear that so much with other games. People who will come into stream and they're like, I'm so sad. Your stream is the only way I can play this game because right now finances are super tight or I got hit with doctor's bills I wasn't ex I wasn't expecting and I can't resub to any of my other games. Uh, so I'm just going to watch you play and wish that I could play the game. And that's mm -hmm. honestly miserable. It's so sad to hear. Um, and we don't have that in Guild Wars 2, which is huge. Yeah. And uh, somebody in chat just pointed out another way as you do achievement points, as you get those uh, achievements certain milestones mm -hmm. just give you gems and True. i've been going through and doing a whole bunch of uh, achievements and i've gotten like 800 gems and eh, it's like a month and a half it's i've been going very casually oh, at it. Good. You, can, you can get gems through that you get like 400 gems at certain milestones farming up gold also you can convert it to gems and you can even purchase the dlc of the living worlds uh through converting gold to gems and then purchasing it that, uh, that way so there's even some story content that you can gain access to without just buying it like with a swipe of a credit card so it's very um player friendly financially yeah yeah, so all all this, here's my, I'm like the great transition roundup today. I'm just feeling that energy, that vibe. Here's the connector. Um, all this to say, leave good reviews on Steam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's a lot of, I mean, fair things to say about this game. But at the same time, I think we all do have to put some perspective into how we view this game and the market as, as a whole point. And I mean, absolutely, if you don't want to recommend the game for whatever reasons, or if you had a, a bad experience with it, I mean, share it. But it's been really lovely to see so many of the good reviews, because these things that we're saying, many people are even saying in the Steam reviews, like, what? You this and that? This is amazing. I had no idea. This is a great MMO. I'm so glad it came to Steam. Um, and then there are some of the funny ones that are bad, <laughs> that are bad reviews, you know? But I do think that, yeah, it, this is a great moment for all of us with 10 years of this game to recontextualize how we view it, especially in a modern MMO landscape. And seeing it be on Steam like this has been so interesting. The new and old all coming together, because um, this game has been here, it has been out, but we're having a lot of people who really are coming into contact with it for the first time and realizing, like, oh, you can do things differently, or there's all this stuff, or 
compared to everything else I've been playing, wow, this is actually a really good experience. The best. Okay. Good stuff. I was just waiting, <laughs> just in case anyone wanted to add it to me. Um, okay, so Steam, good stuff. Server's stable, technically it's fine. I haven't had any problems going through Steam client. Just feels like I connected through the launcher. Enough of no issues. Um, I think generally Guild Wars 2 is probably performing better than it ever has, honestly, probably. And that's saying something for World v. World specifically. Because um, <laughs> that was a fun time at launch. <laughs> oh my, that was that was tough for them, I imagine. Because I don't think there were many... There were many games doing like that many players on the screen at the same time. Yeah, like, before they had any kind of culling uh, yeah. options on your menu, yeah. And all the effects were so much more grandiose even back then. Yes. No, they were more so, right? Yeah, exactly, because yeah. they actually toned them down. Um, yeah, over the years they've been like culling the effects. Yeah. Which I thought always, a, I like to see the visually explosive stuff that look pretty. But at that time it was like, there was no calling options, so it was just like a lot. It was a lot. Someone's what? using Media Storm quick. Brace my PC for impact. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Still, though, still nowadays, even with your calling settings turned down, uh, you know, you, you could tell when you're about to get wiped out by a big Zerg when, you're, when your frames drop. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even have to see them. You just know. Uh-oh. That was uh-oh. so funny. That was Sometimes so playing on a less than perfect rig is actually an advantage. Yeah. Because you start to know when they're coming. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like the, uh, it's like in Jurassic the Park. The Matrix yeah, yeah, yeah. Your ground starts to rumble. Your computer starts to falter. Yeah. That glass of water starts to shake it just a little bit more than it used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something I haven't heard anybody talk about, but with all of you mentioning how things have been with the improvements, has anyone had problems since the Steam release with the server, like, no. not being able to log in, server crashing, stuff like I've had zero problems. Yeah, None. I've had. No, I mean, there's no queues ever. I don't can't. That's I can't. A good point. <laughs> How often do you get an MMO launch <laughs> with no server issues, or at least like a soft relaunch onto a different platform such yeah. as Steam? Like, I mean, Guild Wars didn't even have any issues when it launched. To be fair, as far as I can yeah. remember. There might have been a couple hiccups at the very but start. you have to. There's no way they could yeah, avoid that. Yeah, since then, Heart of Thorns, the expansions, nope. always very smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I well, see they, in chat, cities are a bit laggy. I think maybe I felt that, but not... They're supposed not to be, the normal. That's their job. They're, they're going to be <laughs> laggy. They just are. That's where all the players are. They should be laggy. If they're not laggy, designed, like... designed, right? Yeah. The, the, the mega servers are designed that at a certain point, 150 or so people in a map, it'll do new shards, so... One. It'll never yeah. be more laggy than you could you have right now. I think that that's another feature of the game that people just don't realize is happening. There's never if you log into Guild Wars Two, there's never going to be a queue. I've sat in queues for hours to get into Final Fantasy, especially at patch time. I can't wait to play the next one, by the way. But yeah, um, so it, they just spin up servers so that you you get in, so you can always get in the game. And they mm-hmm. and they have and they have this server balancing system, which is they do through Amazon, I believe. And it's it's really it's quite interesting if you're a bit nerdy. But yeah, Very no cool. queues, yeah, no queues in Guild Wars too. Yeah. Yes, we've had some uh, interesting wars. Well, yeah, that's different. That's <laughs> that, okay. that is true. That 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 is for good reasons. True. Yeah. That is the limit there, but the queues are probably a good thing more than anything. 
<laughs> like you're just like because you can go elsewhere. There's loads of places to go. Um, it's mainly on rollover day, to be honest. When that when the when the maps roll. Yeah. Alliances was pretty Q heavy as well, which is good. I think again, you know, that's a that's a good indication of just how popular it is. Hopefully, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're having a look at just having a look at chat. Yeah, giving some examples. Well, New World was, I mean, if you've got a million people coming into your game day one. You're going to have problems. It doesn't matter who you are. It's, you can it, be Amazon. It's crazy, though, that nice. it is Amazon who's like, they. you would think that they would, having access to the servers that everybody uses. That's not the problem. I don't think that was the problem. I think it's their, their technical, the actual yeah, game I itself. I don't know. But you're but exactly, you'd think that. Well, that's the thing. Like, if anyone can have a problem, and like, Rinnet did so well with how they did, you know... Again, what does again? It's worth thinking about. You know, how many people were in flux at launch? How many people are playing now? But we're in a ten-year period where there's just been this steady increase. Hopefully, especially more so over the last year. You know, of players coming in, and I think that's good. That's a good reputation to have. You know, You've got I'd like to say really quickly um, that Fornax uh, said in chat uh, for us that she'll be right back. Okay. Um, and and she is not making commentary on anyone speaking right now with <laughs> with the uh, with the Z's coming yeah. off of her character. Yeah, that's when yeah. she's AFK. So I don't know. it's okay. She can communicate. Yeah, yeah, okay. We all leave the screen for a second when we've got something to do. You know, Fornax has just got a very creative yeah. uh, AFK screen. Just pulls out a giant clock. I like how they're still there, just like this. Like they're happy, Mouth but they're open. not there. Some dry tongues, some dry lips. You need some chapstick afterwards. Yeah, true. I really like this clock. It's amazing. It's good. I want to say that uh, as we've been talking, I've been browsing the Steam reviews myself just to refresh. And so far, my current top favorite review is just four beautiful words. And it is just, has big chunky cats. And I... <laughs> it is recommended... And Amazing. 122 people found that review helpful. So. <laughs> Amazing. That is a pretty uh, good, yeah. like, that's, things like that, exa- like, exemplify the, uh, the fun part of the more jovial side of Guild Wars 2, right? Like, I'm going to use that as a word. Um, there are some interesting reviews about, um, I've seen a few talking about it not being available in uh sea regions so mm-hmm. oh the steam uh, version isn't available in apparently not now oh. there is a separate chinese there's a chinese client for that that's game. why yeah what they're saying yeah. is it's it's available but there's not a server a local oh, to yeah. them i oh. see so they have to deal with is it Kong fairly Zong? major lag yes yeah yeah i've heard and the way they ask about servers yeah, the way that, uh, yeah, Australians have had to deal with that the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> they're on their they just go through They were just hoping, they were just hoping that with Steam they'd have their own dedicated server, I guess. Oh, well. Well, I mean, that is something that they need to take into account, right? I mean, 14 did just in the last, oh gosh, with the Endwalker release around then, they opened up dedicated servers for uh, the Oceania region for mm-hmm. Australia because there is a large player base there that really struggle. Um, and I mean, yes, they've tried to add more world servers. Obviously, with ArenaNet, I mean, again, it's a smaller company. It is based, at least here in the United States, on the West Coast. Um, 
So I'm sure there are limitations. Dogs had a strong presence in Europe, but that would be another maybe future step for them to consider, especially with things like the Steam release, where they're going, hey, well, if we have gotten really good returns from this, and it really does look like the player base and all the other stuff of the, the future of this game are pretty huge, um, then we need to expand this. Because I think the parent company isn't... NCSoft? NCSoft? Is that based... I thought you South Korean? NCSoft Korean. is, uh, yeah, Asia. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it seems as though there should be interest in trying to expand internationally and maybe filling out some of those server spaces that they don't have. If there's enough promise, if there's enough, you know, future investment and, and growth, maybe we'll see that. But I have noticed a few of those comments, which I do think are, you know, good observations when it comes to the continued growth of this game. Yeah, I think they've got, NCSoft have got areas covered and maybe they've like is it worth the money and we've got you know lineage and all these other games which cover it you know it's weird but like if you look on the earnings like guild wars 2 is like caught up with the other games because normally we used to seeing guild wars 2 sit a little bit lower and now it's like caught up with lineage and all those other games i'm just like this is good this is good so maybe with that bump they will think about things like that hopefully but yeah our friends in australia i feel bad that there's not just one server or something over there where they can just hang out but the chinese client of the game is also very different uh and is monetarily or it's i think it's published or it's uh is it kong zong something like that i can't remember but they're but you know it's very different in terms of the culture and how you know you reflect things like necromancers and skulls and you know other things and language and talking about things and the shop is very different like i think you can get items for legendaries through the shop i think it's a bit more pay to win as well like i think there's actually a whole different thing where arena that just don't really yeah it is it really is because that's the part of the for some MMORPGs, like, that is just the ethos of that game. Like, mm-hmm. it is just about whales and, like, <laughs> you know, money and spending. And, and some games are like that. And I don't like it, but, you know, it's just the way it is with some regions, I guess. Some great reviews on here. Uh, ADFDSAF. DSAFDSA, one of my favorite. Um, not helpful, unfortunately. 12.8 hours played, though. They are having some strong reactions. But people are writing lengthy reviews on here, like really positive. I mean, you have to read more. There's people are spending a lot of effort on these reviews, and I think these are older players as well, specifically giving people assist. There's one. It, there's one here I'm reading, which has easily got over two or three hundred lines of text, giving you information about achievements, wow. pros, cons, replayability, extra content, technical issues. All of these things are like help tips and tricks in their review of the thing. And I'm just like, wow, that's some dedication. Um, I think I think there's a voracious yeah. appetite for MMOs. I think there's yeah. a massively voracious appetite. And this might be the first time that someone's seen it if, they, if they're only in the Steam ecosystem. So I'm not surprised that they're kind of having such a visceral reaction because it is such... Although yeah. it's a, it feels like a traditional MMO in many ways, the way that it tackles the content, the way that the maps feel so alive, the way that they've got all these massive open world bosses, I think it's going to blow a lot of players away. And once they get to endgame and realize you can't just have a high item score and first roll the content, you actually mm-hmm. have to have skill. You, skill is the primary success modifier, player's skill. I think that that's going to be a game changer. So once people actually start to get into the raids on Steam, I think that's when the word of mouth is going to come that this is actually really 
good, interesting, challenging content yeah. for, for, for people who are interested in skill and not just like buying wins. Yeah, the combat in, in the game is, I think, an extremely attractive aspect. And so when we got more Steam uh, trailers, I was really happy to uh, see that that is being showcased. But yeah. even like just keep going in that direction even even more and showcasing fractals and certain mechanics and uh, looking at the ways that you can display uh, the major pillars of what makes Guild Wars 2 attractive. And um, yeah, I think they're doing a, a, a great job taking the first steps towards that direction. And on the whole, I really hope that this that this helps the industry of MMOs in general, proving it can be done differently. It can be done with like the changing things up is not scary and not a guarantee of failure because there's a lot of small MMO developers on the horizon right now who are wanting to make something new mm. and and maybe this will help encourage them seeing hopefully guild wars succeed wildly we're having good times good stuff okay we're gonna go on to uh another section of one we've been talking about for four well well we'll be talking about for a little bit of time what is one of your now we've talked about steam does anyone have any more com- like comments or i will give you one comment about the charts because she's a good way of having a look and seeing where games are on the grand scale of things in terms of you know how many people are playing right now so right now about 37 minutes ago 5626 people on steam alone um 24 hour peak 5626 that number has gone up by at least a a grand a thousand and a half since tuesday um so we have seen an upward turn before the weekend weekend. is just starting in the u.s yeah so So that Mm -hmm. is gonna be huge and after this weekend this is probably going to be the time when we see the most people play we'll see for a bit of time unless they do promotions and other things Sorry, and we on. also probably have more people coming back to their individual launch versions uh, client versions of the game where yeah. maybe people don't want to create a new character they're just like oh yeah i was playing Guild Wars 2 i want to go get my birthday gifts or something or yeah. you know touch mm-hmm. touch back where i left off so uh, i imagine we have even more people playing than that number uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's true. I also, I do wonder how how much that because uh, it's concurrent players currently in game. That's the six thousand number. I wonder what that actually means for uh, people downloading the game because that's got to be four times, five times that at least of people actually download the game. Because there's no way. I mean, everybody yeah, who got it is now playing at the same time. You always time. look at concurrent. Concurrent is the important number. Downloads doesn't matter because it's like especially because it's free to play. Like, if you had a number for the amount of people who have downloaded, like, who are a purchase. I understand like, what you're saying, you but at I mean? the same time, I feel like Guild Wars 2 is, like, that kind of game that, in my opinion, if you play it, you're hooked. So, so if they download it and then they eventually play it. Hopefully. But, yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. And, I mean, we, so, I, we'll just, I guess I'll tuck this into this topic really fast because we're going to be talking about the 10-year anniversary moving forward, but... Um, we have also seen in tandem with this such a brilliant move from ArenaNet, which was to enable these drops. Uh, and not only that, but to celebrate, monopolize this high visibility time, this much requested thing, these changes, this, you know, upcoming content and future expansion that we know is on the horizon. Um, this week has been a phenomenal week on Twitch for Guild Wars 2. I mean, to a degree that, like, 
I have actually always found that there was there were pretty steady possibilities in the listing here for Guild Wars 2, but this week has been ridiculous. Like, it's been mind-blowing. I have seen so many people, myself included, just have massive viewership. Uh, we were up on release day, right? With Steam release day, they had some front page slots. There were some streamers that were mm -hmm. featured. But even so... They were up there like 50k. They were right there with Destiny 2 and all of their new season announcement and official broadcasts. Um, they were in the top uh, streamed games on Twitch. We've seen consistent amounts of viewership since then. I've seen more people even saying, oh, hey, this is on. Maybe I'll stream. Maybe I'll stream it. Maybe I'll do some Guild Wars 2. Like, it's honestly so cool. I've had people message me this week asking about Guild Wars 2, other creators. Hey, I'm thinking about it. Could I ask you some questions? <laughs> like, Drops yeah. does have that uh, attraction. <laughs> it's true. That is true. It should. And as a yeah. creator trying to make a living, these kinds of things are things that are important because... Mm -hmm. While they cannot solve every problem for you, content creation, visibility of games, promotional material of games, it is multifaceted, right? I have been saying for ages, I mean, Guild Wars 2 has this great partnership program. Um, I've been able to work with them more directly than I've worked with almost any other game company. Um, I've, you know, like, it's incredible the amount of ways that they integrate and coordinate with people. Um, the, you know, even just down to the giveaways we get to do for them regularly, right? All of those things are ways that as creators, we can feel some level of support. And to now also see this category just flourish on Twitch has been, I think for me at least, a real high point. Um, it's been so beautiful to see because the game deserves to be seen. It's been so fun. Um, and seeing new people just even get their eyes on the game because they're curious and ask questions is really thrilling. I am so, going through. You're so right. Like with the directory, I'm, I've been scrolling the whole time you've been talking. I am not at the end yeah. yet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not at the... Oh, wait, I just hit the end. But, like, if you... if you The, the one good thing about this as well is that it can give you a little bit of... Um, especially if you're a brand-new streamer, like, you could get... I mean, it's a bit difficult now, but, like, you could get, like, five or six viewers, which is, for a brand-new streamer, is actually a massive deal. Um, it will it's be actually interesting. Like, Sorry, go for it. No, it, it not to as a streamer it is very difficult to hit that five viewer and it's yeah it's interesting how far down you do have to scroll to get down to the five and the four viewers mm -hmm. it's uh, cool. and it's gone down a bit since since the drop started going because obviously a lot of people got their drops yeah. and have started not watching quite as much mm -hmm. it's gone down a little bit but it's still like uh 10 times the usual viewership of oh, these creators yeah. it's about normal and yeah, it brings yeah. us to, if you look at the uh, front page, uh, just browsing all the games on Twitch right now, it brings us equal to, get this, ASMR. Oh, well, that seems very exciting. I, I actually have a foothold in the Twitch community, perhaps. Perhaps we could have some sort of cross promotion yeah. with Oh, okay. Um, I, I can talk to some people. <laughs> I just got... I, I feel like I should just leave the room at this point. Oh, sorry, guys. Why? What's the matter? <laughs> what do you mean? You that just... was getting a bit very we're, we're, intimate. Very... We're getting a bit oh. of a, um ASMR wrap-off battle here going. <laughs> the ASMR battle. I can whisper better than you. 
I don't know about that. I am, um, I, if we've got a mod, I just got a message from Guild Wars 2 Twitch. If we have a mod in the channel, we're going to raffle off some community chests, which are just, oh, uh, were very kind hey. enough to message me over. So they can't, we can't post them in the channel because of things, like just because we have <laughs> yes. safety things, but like, actually, no, no, they can do that because they're allowed to, but they've just messaged me and said, so thank you to Rena from ArenaNet. Um, Hey, thank you. And maybe we'll get Thanks some so uh, we'll get some raffles going for people in the stream from uh, some of our awesome and amazing mods who work very very hard for me. I would appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be something that might be happening in the channel. So keep your face locked on that while you're alive. So awesome. Yes, everything you said, great stuff. Sorry, I was paying attention to that message. Um, <laughs> so I definitely was listening one hundred percent of the time. We're going to go off soon. But yes, uh, drops as well. Very good. They are very good. It will be interesting to see how much that changes the directory next week when we don't have drops. That's the big thing. And it's and it depends, you know, how often they have drops as a promotional thing. You know, they might. It costs a Every lot of money. Well, Everywhere. you have oh, to pay a lot yeah. of money. This is a system which is not cheap. <laughs> it's not something where you can be like, let's just turn it on, everyone. Yeah. It's not that at all. Like Xenomax mm. for um, ESO, they have it quite consistently. And you see the drop-off. Like They go back down to a K viewers, 1,000 or so viewers, and then they jump back up to where we're at now in Guild Wars 2. That's how we're going to... That's going to be an interesting thing, but that's okay, because every so often, we're still in the position where, like you said, front page, like if you go and look in the browse games, Guild Wars 2 is there, you know, that's cool. And that's an important well, thing, enough as it is. It's about raising the baseline, mm. right? This is something that, uh, again, we talked about this, I think, just recently, but um, it is a... Even in content creation, as all of us know, uh, but those who view may not know as much because we have a very different perspective as we create, right? But um, it is always about slowly, like you have breakthrough gains, and then you are slowly trying to bring that floor up, be that viewership, be that whatever, uh, to where that becomes the consistent baseline. So when it comes to games wanting to build a directory in Twitch, we've even seen Final Fantasy XIV recently trying to do this by getting more hands-on. Mm -hmm. We've seen the great benefits in games like ESO, where they started working on that, and they have brought their active viewership, engagement on Twitch, visibility up through a lot of effort and community events and all sorts of things. Um, which has overall benefited the visibility and just constant, never-ending passive advertisement for this game, right? Um, not just a TV campaign that's out, but literally at any hour, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh well, you know, like it, like think about a commercial, right? If there's a commercial on TV, how many people are gonna Kruf see that commercial? Is smiling, that and I know why Kruf is smiling, which is why I smiled at that moment, and I'm thinking it might be the same reason because of the char cap mm. thing. But like, it was just. <laughs> I was just, I, I was just, it just brought that into my mind. Cap. Sorry, uh, the char cap. You know the cap with the and the Charles yeah. and all the things. I don't know. It was like, yeah. you don't remember the cab advert? It was the best advert oh, no, in the, the history of the cat oh, taxi the ad. Cab. Sorry, you call it taxis. Oh, sorry, I keep I forgetting. Saying, what cab? <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm English. Well, I thought you were saying char cap. I you were saying cap. I like, said char as like well, char but like the char advert for sap. Yes. Um, and I just combined um, them. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. No, you're fine. Just fine. 
that is and has been for a very long time how advertising has been tackled more regionally more locally more television more spots more specific things right but we are entering a new age where people consume media at all hours of the day and create and release media at all hours of the day at, uh, at a point where live services and live streaming exist and where things like social influencers can make a huge difference both in big burst moments and on the day-to-day -day constant advertising and recommendation and uh, public opinion of your game so this was awesome and it was so cool to see and like you said if they can continue this in the rotation and as we see other things we have these great giveaways and we already have all these other robust things in place uh, it's just really fantastic to see because a lot of companies are starting to catch on. Like, we have to cultivate and grow um, an actual directory, essentially, on Twitch as well. So how can we empower individual creators to do that? And how can we look at bigger picture things like drops to continue to raise that baseline so that uh, where we are on the day-to-day, -day, even without special events, slowly and gradually creeps up over time? My my question is, as you two are, are much more experienced, actually quite a few of you are very experienced uh, streamers, what is the best cadence for this kind of promotional um, event to actually raise the, like, the, the, raise the tide for all ships? What, what, what do you think works best? What have you seen kind of bump those numbers up in a in more consistent fashion? Every day. Every day. <laughs> How often? And see, this is the problem with drops has a significant issue. Um, it is bad for partnerships. It's not good because they take it into account. And they basically, anytime you they see you having a stream, which is like based off of raids for one. So one, if you're listening or watching or if you're a streamer, this is big, important part of a piece of information. If someone raids you, Tell them, all the viewers, to refresh their stream. So they count as a viewer in your stream, not a raider. Because there's Twitch statistics. This is a bit of a cheat. This is a Twitch statistics saying that the people that come into your channel are not viewers, like natural viewers that come into your channel. They're raiders. And they count that against your channel. I don't think they should. This is the way a lot of people get around it. And it's just a tip. It's not It's not dodgy or anything. It's just real. Um, like, And Twitch drops, they see when Twitch drops are on, and then they look at the stats of the rest of the channel. Because so if it's so ESO creators, for example, I've been in this ethos for a long time. ESO, a lot of creators have had trouble to get partnered because they don't consider them getting it legitimately because drops push your viewership up so much and in this way. And it's... it's you know, as unfair as it may seem, it makes some sense from Twitch's point of view, I guess. But like, it's it's harsh. It's and so if it is consistent from the way that they manage and issue partnership and stuff like that, it actually can be a detriment to some people's channels. And some people say, you know, I don't. I actually take a week off then because I push partnership this month and there's drops and I can't stream the game on the stream because I got that and it's going to negatively impact my channel. So drops are great. But the, to have even more value, I think if they can do it once a month for a week, I think it would be good, personally. I think that would be the best for in terms of like people trying to grow their ch communities and to have space for people that are, would, would be filling their chat in a natural way is good. But also it is good for people like wanting to do bounties and stuff and get that viewership and like be seen by come other companies outside Twitch. That is a relevant thing because I don't do that. They don't look at things like, you know, drops sometimes. 
So there are the positive and negative things. Overall, it's been massively a positive for Guild Wars 2, but there is a little warning I would put um, for, for creators when thinking about drops and whatnot, because there is this side of it which is unfortunate. unfortunate. I had no idea about any of that. Thank you very Not much Not many for people do, honestly, mm -hmm. Harold. And, it's, and a lot of people give me crap for telling people about that, but as a creator, as a streamer on Twitch, it's important people know. Um, because I know some good friends of mine have been re rejected partnership-wise on Twitch because of that very reason, because of drops. Um, not that being a partner really means that much, <laughs> to be fair, like, and you just get... So it really, like, it's up to you what you want to get, what, is your, what are your aims and goals. It's very interesting. In terms of the frequency, I don't have that much experience with the drop system as I usually just stream Guild Wars 2. Mm -hmm. But from my perspective, I also think that it would be smart to, um, if not every month, because as you mentioned that it, it could be expensive and this is something that they're testing the waters with, I would at least like to see it pop up around the same time as larger releases, mm -hmm. like with Living Worlds, expansion releases, mm -hmm. maybe even something for like the end of the year festive, you know, we'll have a week of drops or something. So if not monthly, um, I, I would like to see it maybe tie up with those bigger releases, not only for players to come back and to find that interest uh, with the drops, but also go, oh, there's new content uh, in this game. There's story mode uh, improvements and extensions and also maybe even strike missions. Oh, there's been an update to World versus World. They're able to yeah. go check that out as well. So lining it up with the actual releases of the game, um, I think would also be smart. And I, I would expect them to, you know, people are smart and good at their jobs. But yeah, um, if not monthly around that cadence. Holidays. Would be nice. The holidays especially. Yeah. That's a good because, call. like as you're streaming a holiday event, um, it can get a little repetitive for for one, but it is because of that, it's such a great time to be talking more about the game. You're not doing story, you're not showing spoilers, you're not doing hard end game content where you have to focus. You're you're free and available to talk and ramble and so that's when you draw in all the people with the drops and the people who are only casually at the moment interested in the game, but they want the free stuff. And so they stick around and you talk and you get them interested. I mean, you'd, you'd think that they're going to have to do it a number of times in order to like correlate. You can't really ascertain very much from a single data set, right? So you need a cluster of these things happening at different points in time so that they can actually ascertain when it's most beneficial to do it. But yeah, I, I just love the game. I want more people to play it. I think it's a genuinely positive experience in my life as a human being, not just as a gamer. And I just, I, I desperately want people to get in there because I feel like it has always been deeply underestimated and doesn't get enough love. I say this all the time. I'm sorry to be repetitive, but I, I really think it's true. And I'm so happy that they're doing things now to kind of introduce it to the to a gaming a gaming community of MMO players who 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 are desperate for new experiences. Fair play. Um everyone in chat right now watching and listening who is live exclamation mark ticket space one to enter for the community chest uh giveaway. There's a giveaway going on. Um given to us by Arena, sponsored by Arena, etc etc. Um <laughs> all of those words. Hashtag ad. Uh you know just just say it. Well just in case. <laughs> it's just a good time. 
Um, yes, very true. And on that note, and Kroof absolutely agree, they're the best times to bring in drops. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and if they're not releasing that content, fill in time, maybe. <laughs> it just depends. Like, even if there's a big balance patch, you know, like just, you know, you can pop them on for a couple. It doesn't have to be a weak campaign. I have no idea how much it costs or if it's a contract or whatever. Like, it, I have that is information I have no idea upon. So you've got to weigh it up. You know, is it worth ingesting 30,000 viewers into your directory? I think that's pretty good. Um, even if you're just trying to get 10 transmutation charges <laughs> or an outfit, because the value actually, you know, is around like $10, $15, probably in ish. Maybe a little bit less, but that's still good. And people just go around collecting things. Does anyone else do this? I do. <laughs> I go to games which I never play where they got drops and I just go there and I collect things just in case I'm going to play it in the future. I'm not even joking. There is a whole community around collecting drops. I'm not wow. even joking. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's free. Like, if you go on Twitch Prime as well, collect games that you've never played before. I'm never going to play them, but I've got them. Just in case one day I randomly want to play, Jim goes on holiday to Wales and buys a skipping right i don't know you're the gamer equivalent <laughs> of those women who like gather all those coupons from like old magazines and stuff and go to the supermarket Anna. just in case i've just been a yeah. student again okay i'm there <laughs> i've been there for three years you know if i can get 10 cents off a, a bottle of tide i'm gonna do it <laughs> damn damn okay sorry sorry don't judge my student way <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge me um i don't i'm fine about it um okay so we're gonna go <laughs> i don't have to do that anymore um well i do have to for a little bit uh yes keep going into the giveaway peeps pay attention to chat we're gonna have a couple of those going off so favorite moment from guild wars 2 in the past 10 years what has been one of your favorite things to do in the game one of your favorite things you've done it doesn't have to be specifically with the game like how like tell me about your fun times in guild wars 2. it's been 10 years Probably had a couple of good times, right? You must have. Like, what's been an amazing experience my, for you? My favorite was probably the Heart of Thorns release. Because mm. it released mm -hmm. at midnight. Um, that was the only expansion where it released at midnight for the um, Pacific Coast. And I remember waiting and, and staying up. And it was a school night, too. So, but I was dedicated. And uh, there was a whole stream before it. The streams, even, like, leading up to the launch were fantastic. But just having that experience, the countdown, and then it launching. And it was such a smooth launch. I logged in at, like, 12, 15. And I was, like, so tired. But I played the very first story uh, instance. And... That, and the rest is history. Here is that when they had the big countdown as well? And they had the 12 hours of shows or something? And they were doing Maybe. interviews. I think Nick was on that as Probably. well. I remember Nick. My ex was on that. <laughs> she was like interviewing like Colin and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they did. I kind of want there to be another midnight drop because it was just so fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I was in Europe, so it was like in the morning. It was just 8 a.m., 9 a.m., and I was just like, what's happening? <laughs> An MMORPG gets launched during the day? <laughs> what? Cool. I guess it's always during somebody's day. That's true. But like Europe, like that hardly ever happens. 
Oh, the ever. That's cool. Yeah, that was a, such a... Heart of Thorns was, like, really well marketed. That was really good. Anyone the else? The aesthetic of the expansion yeah. helped as well. It was yes. a really good aesthetic. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, bro. Too many to count. It's, uh... It's okay. So, I remember fondly the first, um, Halloween... Oh yeah! The first Halloween was a lot of fun. They mm -hmm. had that the instance where you had to defeat um, the Mad King in his realm, and I remember yeah. playing it for. I mean, I only played it for eleven hours straight uh, with WP and a few people. Yeah, WP was doing it for over twenty-four hours straight. He wanted to get the drops, uh, but that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, besides that, I mean, when SAB first released, it was mind blowing to me. Um, that just as an extra little thing for April Fools, they'd add this entire new game mode, and yeah, that was fun. Um, and yeah, around launch of HOT two, actually, Kroof, I think was really hype because that's when I first joined the partner program. Around then, just a little bit before then, and went out to <laughs> you too, yeah, of course, uh, and went out to um, uh, PAX East and met a bunch of people there. Met yes, Jebro there, yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That, that was wasn't cool. particularly in-game, but that was a lot of fun. There was loads of peeps there. Yeah. That was so epic because the World Tournament Series... All right, I'm going to mix in my one of my favorite moments now. Because the World Tournament Series was on at exactly the same time. There was a culmination because it was in Boston, right? And uh, so there was the hype for um, Hartford's, and then there was a World Tournament Series, which was the big PvP tournament at the time you know people were thousands and thousands of thousands upon dollars like you know Kolaris came over from Starcraft 2 like Shoutcaster ESL it was massive we had loads of players there playing it was my that was my most hyped tournament like I've ever Shoutcasted it was on a stage we came on after like Halo like it was just like I was like Halo I, that was the game that got me into esports and I was Halo free. I was just in my element, man. It was like how that game got me to want to put my passion and joy into and just do something and then just be selected to do this thing was just so epic and is literally the reason why I'm in America right now. It's literally the remember, reason. Do you remember when I met you in Kolaris? Yes, and, and you said, who is this guy? <laughs> And he's oh, like, and he was like, oh, I, I stream, I uh, cast StarCraft and stuff like that. And then you, I think, said, you don't know who this is. <laughs> well, right in front of him, did I? Okay. Yeah, right in front. That was, was probably like, to take the Mickey uh, out of him. We're good I guess friends. He's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it was a huge cast. There wasn't many commentators at that point in time, so yeah. it was like. My coffee machine just went off. Sorry, but it was like it was a huge thing back then, like just having any commentators. So it was, it was just weird because esports was just coming into fruition in a lot of games. You know, they were still learning how to produce, put this out there, um, and like guess who was responsible in part for this as well? It was Grouch. Like Grouch was a big driving force before this as well, and so was Colin. You know, they championed this so hard. Um, and that's is one of the reasons why I'm so glad that they're back because these changes are partly because of them. You know, they re it really is because they know they had the experience. Um, 
going to Amazon and, uh, you know, everything from there. And they realized what was going on, what was going well for other companies. And they kind of started to do this now. And it's just awesome. I'm just showing this is Boston. This is this was mm-hmm. the World Tournament series. This oh, yeah, is just like the recap. Um, cold back then. But yeah, so it was freezing. Oh my God. There was snow like in Boston. Snow was like piled up like five or six feet on the side of the pavement. It was actually pretty epic. It was weird. But yeah, no, that was a great event. It was good to meet you as well. Met Inks. Um, mm-hmm. I think Peachy and Bog were there as well. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know about that. I don't think I saw I think them. I know there were a few other people I met there. Uh, yeah, not to learn, I don't think, though. It was cool, though. But yeah, that that's that's my personal one. I'm going to leave that up there for a little bit. But like... Um, it's a very, very proud personal moment I had, um, mm. and it, it was very, very joyful. And it got me to, you know, where I am today. So that was good. Anyone else go before I cream more about it? <laughs> Just like... no, <laughs> no, I. Oh, it's really hard. I have to agree with Boots because I, there's just too many. Like when I think back on the years that I've been playing this game now, about half the time everybody else has five years. I, it's so many moments. It's so many things that meant so much for different reasons, you know? Um, holy cow. It, it, right off the bat, we were talking about Super Adventure Box, and I was thinking about the first time I ever did Super Adventure Box live on stream, right after I had gotten into the game. And I had no idea. I was thinking of uh, events, in-game MMO events, that were on par with, like, World of Warcrafts, which were always some of the most underwhelming things that I ever did. And I was like, oh, cool i guess it's just this thing forever all right and people were like you have to do super adventure box work Mm -hmm. do it and i was like it's like a jumpy puzzle thing okay and we went in and i was just transported i was sitting there like why is this in here (laughs) what (laughs) what there are how many zones and it's all like it's an entire other game there's achievements there's all this stuff and then people started telling me about the uh like hard version of it the the challenge version of it and i was so bad at jump puzzles oh fam i'm still not good at them but i mean i was so incredibly bad at them that it (laughs) it was a whole journey of self-discovery public embarrassment and coming to terms with my own self in the best possible ways ultimately right but like i was so bad at them i spent most of heart of thorns dead with before i got my glider i could not jump on anything to save my life and one of my mods was like let's try at least the first zone on the hardest mode and i went all right yolo and i have not laughed so hard i think ever on a stream we we had so much fun i knew nothing i hadn't watched a single guide we my mod was like helping provide information as we went um i didn't know what could or couldn't kill me so you know we're like walking i take one step i'm dead i move another step i'm dead (laughs) i was like where are you even supposed to jump and it was some of the most chaotic unbridled hilarious it was i by the end of it i was half delirious we made it through that first just the first part of the first zone to the first piano keyboard checkpoint (laughs) and i felt like i had accomplished something in this game that was beyond mortal ability (laughs) 
did. Oh, you did. So fun. And I mean, since then, it's just been so many of those moments. We went on to do Mad King's Tower. I was still terrible at it. It was the first year I'd ever played the game. And we did it. And again, it was so fun. Um, it Memories upon memories. A, a couple years ago for my birthday, um, one of our raid leads crafted um, Twilight for me. But then on stream, revealed it in a, a role-playing quest. And so they sent me mail and they were like, we have a quest for you. Will you accept it? We have a, there's a, a legendary relic. And they had plotted out this whole thing where we went to these different NPCs. And we went down into the catacombs and we got things from the ghosts and we had a whole party and we were all role playing. And it was so fun. I need to try and do more of that because it's still in my mind. I was like, I have never had somebody do something so out of the way kind for me and so many of my moments and memories in guild wars 2 have led me to that that oh god i'm getting emotional just absolutely bs please do it um <laughs> no, we need tears. give me tears no, <laughs> give me joy moments where people have played the game with me all of you on the podcast even yes um, my god i'm so grateful i found this game um because there have been so many moments over the years where I thought, I can't believe this game went this extra mile, be it in representation. I cried and sobbed like a baby at the end of Guild Wars 2, or at uh, end of Dragons, um, because of all of the the beautiful yeah. stuff that we got with the wedding that's not a wedding, and non-binary representation, and, you know... My partner's been going through this journey with being non-binary, and every time we play an MMO... It's so tough for them, like, just to be honest with everybody. Um, we make characters, and either they had to pick a guy, and then all the dialogue is like, oh, you're such a beefy man! Look at you, beefy fantasy man! And my partner is like, ugh! And then they pick a lady, and they're like, you, everyone else in this world is a damsel except for you! And it's like... And every time, it is such a weird thing, and it's so tough. Um, my partner has to constantly just try to fit themselves within the narrative of the world. And I got really emotional in my End of Dragons playthrough because there was a moment where it was like, my my partner doesn't have to pretend like they're characters that are non-binary. <laughs> they don't have to pretend like, well, if I had the choice, I'd be they, them, or, you know, like, of course, there's still more progress we can make in those regards with the CC and things in Guild Wars 2, but that was a staggering moment to me to see a game so whole hog support things that matter to me so much in my daily life and the experience of myself as a player and as an LGBTQIA plus person, you know, that was amazing. Um, uh, gosh, laughing with all of you on podcasts every single, every single time doing Tyria Pride this last year was, this is my, it was my first year ever doing it. And I was again, blown away. And then when I think about, let alone the amount of opportunities I've had because of ArenaNet, um, at a time when I never thought any company would ever acknowledge me, um, and I applied twice to be partner and didn't make it in, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll never work with them, and then finally did, and every opportunity that I could, I just took to work with them, and every time I was blown away, and... Um, 
having an NPC in this game is still something that I feel awkward talking about, but at the same time, was something I never thought that when I first set foot in Tyria, when I first died 5,000 times the Super Adventure Box, when I first discovered the Griffin Mount and decided that was the one thing I was going to work toward in this game, you know? Um, it's been a lot of steps that have led me here, and uh, to be a part of this world is incredibly humbling. So favorite moments it's every day every day because every day brings something new and something memorable and another person i got to meet and another podcast we got to do and um it's just a living breathing part of my life now so sorry i got deeply emotional thinking about it i just it's it's just been an incredible journey so thank you <laughs> yeah thank you for sharing it's important it is true you know and like this is podcasts like starting this up where it was and like who the people we had on from the beginning and how that's evolved and changed and meeting you all and have interacting with you like has been like a pleasure like and the people we've have in this channel and our community and the mods and the best friends i've made through that uh, and you forget but sometimes it's easy to forget how you met how you met all these people who are in your life now and you're like i never played this game it would never have happened might not be in the place I am in, in, in currently, you know, and that can be different for all of us. Um, thank you for sharing everyone so far. Very awesome. Really appreciate those moments. Um, that's my second heart. I'm a Time Lord. Um, <laughs> sorry. Scotch a Herald, would you want to share something at all? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. No. I in the last 10 years, like moments like you've enjoyed in the game or how the game's affected you, like feel free to share well, away. Well, I did my homework because I did read the show notes. So I actually do have a couple Oh, you're not boots. Things. Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, damn. I it it's be true. Low, by the way. Shots you're, fired. you're also not boots. So, you know, I'll get that how you will. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so um i too was there in lion's arch when the poor uh, lion fountain started to just disintegrate mm. under the pref the pressure of the mad king about to burst out of it which i thought was amazing and also i want to thank the devs for i mean i know i bitch and moan about new la because i'm not a fan of it but they blew up an entire city an entire city. It was amazing. And the aftermath of it was amazing. And the stories and the tragedies and the and the and the little joys. It was just brilliant. My first ever video was a was a like a role-playing piece about about the the the, the deaths in the city. It was amazing. For the um, Lion for the the Yeah, for Lion's again? Arch. What was it called? Battle for Lion's Arch. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. I'm um, getting the video and, ready. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Yeah, I mean, look at that! Holy shirt balls! It's a. It was absolutely amazing being there, and the and my only. I'm only sad that we don't new players don't get to experience that because mm -hmm. that was just perfect. Um, I I loved um I loved Balthazar. Sorry, spoilers. What? Spoilers. We've already said spoilers um, during this. Okay, okay, okay. I loved Balthazar killing us. He was <laughs> such a barstool i was so <laughs> and he, and, I, and he was like a cat playing with his food and it was great it was great and i this is gonna sound deeply strange but i really enjoyed it when they killed Aureen. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay slightly different yeah. okay <laughs> 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 
Um, because I cared. I was deeply... Yes. It fucked with me. Mm. I mean, and as I personally, being a little bit of a sadist, I would have liked them to draw it out a bit more. And I had like, lots of ideas of how they could have done that after after it. But it was brilliant. They weren't afraid. They they kicked us right in the short and curlies. And it... it it was wonderful. I really <laughs> giggling. I really, I really <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I just I've never heard that one before. Shot and cut. That's a very English, British thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, and I, 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 I just, I love. I the the one of the main things I love about this game, right from the exception, right from vanilla, um, they've they've had LGBT plus representation with Keith and Fowland and right through to 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 a gay couple leading us into the next expansion. I love it. We need this in our lives. Mm-hmm. There's so much there's so much darkness out there in the world. This is like a lovely welcoming beacon of of, of kind of support and love and, and representation. You are we we love you. Come to us, you know? Um yeah. Also, I've, I've met one fantastic, fantastic people in the game, and one of the so there's a dwarven dungeon whereby in Path of Fire where you can go down and you can look all the different skins and things like that. And it was one of the first times that I'd actually gone in game talking to my community in my in, in my guild because I'm quite shockingly I'm actually quite a shy person, <laughs> um, and I get that. they were. They were blown away by what a sweary bastard I was. Because all we they'd all ever were. seen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all they'd all ever seen was like my nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've replaced my fuck you very much. God damn it! But um, <laughs> they were all kind of. So it was. It was just lovely to like meet people and have them like meet me for the first time and just accept me and think it was hilarious that I had kind of two different personas of this very polite woman on the internet and then very you know fishwife in real life so yeah it, it the people the places the the game itself the ethos of the company went in the cesspool of a lot of gaming companies that have just a oh it's a quagmire they are actually like a shining beacon of like hope this is how you can do it you can have moral wonderful good natured game developers and a game that is wonderful and supports multiple communities so yeah Thank you, Guild Wars 2. I, I give you a lot of shit, but I, I do love you. I do, I, do, I do love you a lot. That's why, though. That's, that's why, yeah. though. Yeah, it's... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, it's when, when somebody does amazing things um, and they, you can see they, they want to push further, they can push further, they, you want to see them push it. You want to see them go all the way to truly just spectacular. Yeah. You made me think back on um, Fornax, that moment when the episode with Orim's death happens, because it's it'll be different for players now, right? As they go through the story, they won't have to have torture where it comes out and it happens and everybody's doing fan community theories like, she ate Joko, she ate Joko, she's fine. And they're like, no, 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 they killed her for sure. She's really dead. And I'm on stream like, <laughs> no. Like dying. I was living. What's funny is that actually at the time, I didn't even cry because like, there's no way they are not going to kill her. And everybody was like, Rook's living in denial. And then when we finally got the next episode, I like loaded into the story instance and I just started sobbing because I'd been just 
like trying to not think they'd actually killed her for all this time but now i would find out one way or another and um around that time they did a video that was a compilation of like many of the different channels that had been live at that time playing through the episode for the first yeah. time and they cut everybody together so that it was this journey through the playthrough and that video still stands out in my mind because it was one of the moments in the time as a content creator in guild wars 2 that i felt like we were all experiencing something as a community, creators, players. We were all in this moment of time together. And I think I rewatched that video like 20 times because I just loved seeing how every single person had in like one big thing reacted, not just like I watched their playthrough and then their playthrough, but actually seeing this cut where all of us were kind of experiencing this emotional moment together. I just, I loved that for some reason. I need to go find that again. It was good. Yeah. I remember also, yeah, some of the other mind-blowing things. Uh, do you guys remember? Um, so Dry Top, dry, dry Top has that area where there's a ley line in it, right? Underground? Yes. So they do this in this game in the game every so often, not all the time, but like things you know with um in Living World season 1 where they change little things in the world in anticipation for patches. Um like like the you know in Lake Kessex Hills, the mm -hmm. Lake Kessex having the invisible wall before the tower gets revealed and all that stuff. Uh, for a week we were like what's going on? We can't get into the lake anymore. Um, but it's not even huge things like that. It was little things. And I think that was one of the, the really interesting things that I loved about the game. One of the mind blowing things to me was when, um, the ley line in dry top, uh, was going at a certain speed for some reason. When I was doing the original story, I had it recorded and I remember how fast it was going. And then after there was a surge in the ley lines, because I think it was after we killed Mordremoth. The ley line was thicker, faster, and stronger. Mm. And they didn't tell anybody that they're yeah, okay. I hear <laughs> No, but like it was it was I'll actually it going a lot faster. It was no going words. a lot faster. And they, oh, they it's going they a lot faster, so they yeah. don't tell anybody in like patch notes or anything that this is what's happening. It's just a detail that they added to the game because uh, to the world because it happened in the world and it's changing the world and uh yeah and if you only pay attention really quick uh, really really closely you'll see it but otherwise you'll miss it and i just find so, that really interesting so uh what's your preference thicker or thinner oh faster fast fast just faster, faster all of them <laughs> yeah it's good to know thank you i appreciate that wait what <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, those, those little, the, the things that they'll just drop in and they just don't say anything. There's, I mean, sometimes there's been quality of life things I wish they'd call out and say because it's so good, but they just kind of quietly yeah, drop in, know. no patch notes, no nothing. Yeah, we've, we've had this conversation. <laughs> it's but it's honestly, it's, it's so cool mm. yeah, that true. they do that. Um gonna drop yeah. as well just to quickly in chat um give another second giveaway going for a community chest you just two gave us free i'm gonna hopefully be giving away the other one afterwards as well exclamation mark tickets place one you have to be following to win that quick quick one honest scotch i know you haven't 
gotten the chance <laughs> to talk about your favourite kind of thing, and we can we can kind of digress into further enjoyment of all the things and talk about the the other stuff we've enjoyed. But is there anything specific for you that you felt that you wanted to? There's, a, there's a couple of things. I mean, yeah. they've all been touched on already by you guys because it's the community for one thing is really yeah. where all of my best memories come from. Um, there is a silly, silly thing in the festivals. One of the reasons the festivals are so near and dear to my heart is I have made many friendships, many lasting friendships in through the the festivals as we're all just idly farming and chatting and being goofy in chat, um, running the Mad King's Labyrinth um, with there's this couple, there's a couple of guilds that they are completely geared towards running the labyrinth and they come every year loaded with jokes and food and shenanigans and we're just absolutely ridiculous fun times just romping through for hours with the Mad King's left sock. <laughs> and it's just so good. Wait, is that the guild? And that is the character's name. The guild is the Mad King's Laundry. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and their tag is sock. And the guild leader is the Mad King's left sock. And they all have a character that is an article of the Mad King's Laundry. Who's and every single underwear? one of them... I I don't I actually didn't never run into them. Oh. The socks were the ones who did the leading. <laughs> but it just hours and hours and hours of joking around and and goofing around with these random people. You know, I, I look forward to meeting them again every year. And I know technically I could get in touch with them during other times of the year, but it's just so special to have these kind of festival friends. <laughs> Festival friends, I love it. That's so good. And um, and then there's other there's other people. There's this one. I've got a couple of friends who I just every now and then we run into each other in game and we just check up on each other. Um, mm -hmm. How are you doing? How was how how's your health? How is your life? Because as someone with a chronic illness, I meet a lot of other people with chronic illnesses, and we this is our kind of touchstone with reality sometimes as funny as and roundabout as that seems um i get i have this one friend every time i see them pop online i'm like how's your health how was that doctor's visit how have you been doing and this is our safe space to come and talk about things um, and so a lot of my, my best memories are just like looking forward to seeing these friends in game and, and going around and killing spiders as we talk about the frustrations of life. Um, and I guess one other thing, I, I don't want to take too, too long here, no but fun. Rook, you were talking about your partner and their journey through discovering how they fit in the world. And I have to say, one of the reasons that Guild Wars has been so safe for me is they do two things with their character create. One, if you pay attention through your personal story and through the um, through the the way they talk about your character, and this may simply be a uh, carryover because they can only voice act so much they can only pay for so many lines but they so rarely use pronouns mm. and it is so freeing 
And so comforting, you're always the commander or the hero or the this or the that. There's there's no I can make a character that looks non-binary. I can make a character that behaves non-binary. They and they just address me. And it took me seven, eight years of playing this game before I realized that was something that was so safe and freeing and comforting. And to when in the um, forge in Thunderhead Peaks, we meet that Norn that is non-binary. People who know me know I am not... I am emotionally constipated. I don't show emotion well. I almost cried on camera. (laughs) Those moments are so meaningful. And to somebody who hasn't been through those, you can look from the outside and you can see how cool and important and special it is. But when you run into Taimi, who is Taimi despite her illnesses and you run into the a character that shares some not just defining characteristic of yourself but something that has caused so much pain and discomfort and unsettlement for you and those around you because of people around you and you step into this world where you just you just exist it's not even a matter of being accepted you just are there yeah. Anyway, it's it's representation matters. It's so good. It's just mm-hmm. so comforting. And it's why I keep going back whenever I'm struggling, whenever I just can't face today. I'll play more Guild Wars than I really should. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we all kind of do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and, was and, very, yeah. very awesome to share. Thank you. Seriously. That is awesome. Go on, sorry. Rick. We love you. We love you, Anna. Yes, we love you. Yeah, over the years, Guild Wars 2 has made strides in representation. It's absolutely trades. E- even at the start, though, like just the design of the races is in a in a small way trying to make strides towards representation as well. I think the Silvari as a race, um, you know, are very malleable malleable that's a great word yes. okay <laughs> and and asura honestly you know i think they're designed to not be able to tell the difference between whether or not you're a girl or a guy and, and there's think... a reason why i have so many more asura than any others yeah yeah makes yes. sense it's, it's, it's a lot of those tropes i mean there of course you can even see how over the course of the game they grew and expanded which i think is so fantastic too i mean i have friends and people that i know that play this game whether or not you're someone who like when you look for a game you care about representation or whatever regardless i have so many friends i know from so many different walks of life places like they, they've grown up in different parts of the world who go into the cc or go around and they're like oh my gosh they've got like a ton of textured hairstyles that's awesome i've never seen like my hair in a game <laughs> or they're like oh whoa like all this inspiration in these zones and the way that they do this or like you know we've been all over the world in the game and i think guild wars 2 is a world that's big enough to 
encompass our own world's, you know, diversity and range and landscapes and cultures and people and everything, and then go even further than that because it's a fantasy. So you can just go completely wild and build off of all of these things. And I love that just... I don't know, incredibly rich world, whether it's a meshing of genres or it is representation in any form or it's a diverse cast of characters where they are yeah, just a part of this world and the world is richer for it. I just love it. I love it. Mm. I mean, they even dive into the loss of a parent. They, 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 don't, they don't hold back. And speaking as a person who's lost both my parents, it's... I, I think that I, I was kind of more forgiving and understanding of Bram's story and how he reacted mm-hmm. than, than many people. He got a lot of, the, the character got a lot of crap from the community because they just saw him acting out, lashing out unreasonably. Of course it was unreasonable. He was, he'd lost an anchor. I, I think people don't understand that a parent is almost like a, a lighthouse on the horizon. And, mm. and they're like a steady point that what you're mm-hmm. being tossed about at sea. And if you, if you have a good parent, you, you can kind of, you can orientate yourself to that. And you always know that there's like a safe harbor. Mm-hmm. So when you lose both your parents, which he had, because he'd lost his father and, and he didn't connect with his mother until later on in his life, he, um, he, he was completely like cut adrift. And mm. when you're untethered, you do, you do act out. And you do lash out because you're 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 kind of flailing, and I think that that's that I I don't know that they I, I don't know that they did it had enough time to really like dive into it like didn't have enough time to really explore Timey's illness as much as I would like in Path of Fire, and I hope that they they circle back to that and and how she's coping with that and how she kind of her journey through her difficulties. But the fact that they were that they were brave enough and they had the humility enough to try and tackle these difficult stories and try and tackle people living with long-term disabilities and, and loss. It's, it's huge. And mm-hmm. I have nothing but respect for the writers, even when they miss the mark, they're stepping up to the plate and they're taking the swing. And I have, I have nothing but respect for them. And I love yeah. that they're bringing back season one so that we get to see Bram's establishing times because that's mm-hmm. helping me understand him so much more. And see, because you can actually see the seeds of what led to him acting so bullheaded and so unpredictably. Yeah. Like you, you, now we're getting that establishing time to see where he came from. Yeah, his mother was being protective, but also quite a dick to him <laughs> during the. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I wanted to slap her upside the head. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that f- for the longest time, I too was one of the people who was getting quite annoyed with Bram. Um, but it was actually Rook, Rook, uh, Rook, during one conversation with uh, you uh, talking about Bram, you, you brought me around to really, you know, empathizing with him. And also the fact that he's 16 years old when they're starting the story. It's like, yeah, of course you're going to be. You know, in turmoil <laughs> and also a bit of a dick because yeah. of what happened to you. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was this podcast we were talking about. We were, we were talk- but that's the thing as well. As we get older and we mature ourselves, and we think about the stories more and the games we play and the wo- the world as we experience it, and we start to lose parents and we start to get older and we experience grief and loss and we know what we go through. We can appreciate other people's experiences. That is empathy, which is what you said, Boots. That is what empathy mm-hmm. is. 
um, a lot of the time we have to go we do have to go through these things to really truly have that empathy because sometimes there are some things which we you know you can empathy is about you know understanding someone else's feelings but sometimes you cannot understand someone else's feelings without going through that because true loss is a thing like we all we've all experienced loss in some way shape or form but like true loss like a parent something like that where you're talking about Harold as, a, as an anchor they're above you in in terms of age in terms of you know earning in terms of all these different things and that's a huge loss you're next you know there's there's our mortality we think about as well and there's all these different things uh, and i think they do have bring up these issues in the game like they do often do it uh and it's very well done and i think we do forget how well they do it because if we think a character is a dick they're doing their job <laughs> well it's because true. we're supposed to like to a degree we're supposed to feel like this is the truth but also it's something we can do where we can analyze it and think why like, why is this why are they like this? Like, a lot of games don't give us that information. They just don't. They don't give yeah. us the history and the past and, you know, the relationships with parents because relationships with parents are a lot of the reasons why we are the way we are. Like, you know, and we can recognize that and change the cycle um, as we move forward, thankfully, for hopefully those people come into our lives that instigate some change within us, which is very, very awesome. <laughs> Um, lots of people in my community have made important changes to my life. Thank you very much. Um, but like, uh, as well as people here, but like, it is just, it is amazing how they do think about mental health. I will, I will say that is something that I think is very awesome. Um, and they do champion mental health, LGBTQIA plus community and stuff like that as well. But like mental health in the game is something they do think about. There it is there. The themes are running everywhere, you know, and there's there's too much to really it's like we need another we need another week maybe but there is just so much um personally like for me as well like everyone sitting in this channel right now bogart just just raided us i didn't even say like you know one of the most important things i did in guild wars 2 was being at the launch of like oh announcing the release of heart of thorns with him aurora peachy and chronic gamer who used to commentate guild wars 2 pvp with we got the opportunity to sit in front of an auditorium of people and almost 100,000 people online on Twitch watching us talk about what we thought was going to be happening literally there. We didn't even know it was going to be announced and we got to react live in front of so many people and it was such a privilege to to like spend that time with them as well. And it was, it I was so awesome. I want to watch that again. How much did you, were you actually predicting stuff? Yeah, we had, we were predicting stuff before, and then like afterwards, we were just sitting there like gliding. <laughs> we you could see our reactions afterwards. We we're just like, and Ruby's there as well, and like Jennifer Hale is flipping like handing off to us, and I'm just like, what is life right now? That one's a comfort uh, video. I sometimes how much did you get right? It. It's nice, huh? How much did you get right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I remember. Like, like you were it. like, it's going to be an expansion. We were, I think we were like, we were <laughs> sure it was going to be, yeah. yeah. But we had no clue as to like what the content would be because then it was the ramp up. Like you know, you were talking about boots with the invites and going doing the things and then going to arena. That some people went to arena in America. Um, I went to uh, Brighton in the UK, which is where their offices but like um, devs came over from america there was like jessica from worldview world there was steve who's from marketing um 
there were some other really like old school devs who aren't there anymore and like they mm. got to interview us we got to play the game met wp met a ton of german creators met like and we all just hung out and talked about Guild Wars 2 while having dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, really flipping wholesome, awesome experience. Um, and continue to have these. Uh, and especially, I'm so, like, all of you coming on here, like, this is a lot of time. I, I understand that this is, this is my Twitch channel. This is my channel, okay? And you are all here in your own time. Every, like, a lot of the time. For hours and hours upon hours. And... You do it for free. I don't pay anyone. <laughs> like, you know, I really do. I, I can't... You love to remind us of that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I, I cannot <laughs> express <laughs> my, <laughs> my thanks more than, like, for the amount of time and effort that everyone takes to come and be part of this because it's something I've always wanted to do. Like, a solid podcast with awesome, wholesome, good people. And I've had to turn this community around from a really... A place that came from, like, you know very heavily white privileged male toxicity and pvp that was just you know it was not a place that was not me it was not it was that was just something else and we had this core group of awesome people and our mods and like everyone has just influenced and changed it and turned it around into something which i'm really proud of um and it's because of guild wars 2 and how awesome everyone here is and sharing the people that you care about as well now i'm gonna get emotional randomly but like you know it's just it's just awesome like it really cannot explain how much my life changed like we've get from a fucking game you know i met my my ex-wife through this game this is why i'm in america i'm literally here in this damn game man like it's just it's ridiculous how much a game can change so much and 10 years is like there's gonna be another 10 and like i forget that a lot of the time like you know i got graduate i graduated from school and the people that were in the crowd were people who developed the damn game you know they were my friends and i was like this is i met these people and they were awesome it's not some random flex by the way because they're just my friends they you know they're just people i talk to every day like anyone else um and that's how that's how it was meant to me i just wanted to add that because i don't feel like i gave myself justice earlier um but it's wonderful to hear all the experiences. And I appreciate the, the emotions, the feelings, the honesty, the genuineness, uh, the authenticity as well that you all bring to this podcast. And I know, Ricky, I think you wanted to say something and you may have forgotten about it by now. <laughs> the thing lit up earlier. I don't know if you banged a thing by accident, but like, uh, if anyone else wants to talk, I've been talking for a bit. I need some water. Um, oh, oh, go ahead. You know what? Fordex, you go. You go. I just, I actually, I wanted to thank each and every one of you here because I'm not a natural Twitch streamer. I'm, I'm quite terrified. I've done it a few times. But you have brought me on this podcast. You have invited me here. You have made me feel incredibly welcome, even as I take the piss out of you ruthlessly. And I appreciate that. And you, you've just been lovely. I, I, it's a very different experience being a creator on YouTube to being a creator here this is more of a community and i finally kind of feel like i'm part of the guild wars 2 creators community thanks to you guys so i i love you all so much you, you've all just been wonderful Kruv, you, you're lovely jad boots Otto, you just sit and rookery you, you're just you've made me feel so welcome i'm so appreciative thank you all so very much thank you 
Those, those three Fornex, I have like actual thoughts and feelings on that, but for a second I did think you were just gonna be like Kroof. <laughs> I was just gonna just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just Kroof, like just Kroof. <laughs> she didn't she did so the Kroof, would you like to give a speech <laughs> now on like how I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh okay. I heard I heard Kroof, you're lovely, Jeb Boots. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and and Rook. <laughs> Scotch is someone that who I like who was recommended Ooh. I was asking asking for people like who I would for I wanted to fill some spots for the podcast and have some different people and Rookery was someone who recommended Oscotch who Oscotch is someone that I knew already before uh, and was on our list but I wasn't sh- I needed to like you know talk to them and not everything else so whenever I have anyone on the podcast, I always ask like the core kind of people who come on often, um, and you know, Scotch is one of those people. And uh, w- at first, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this kind of little story, um, <laughs> which you don't know I'm going to say probably, so uh, it doesn't matter. No, like I can't approve either uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't you know, it was a bit nervous before, like honestly, and I think a lot of people are. Um, and has even from day one, like when you came onto this show, you gave us so much awesomeness of you, of like your experiences, and you added to the conversation. That's what I want from a podcaster person. That's what I want from a guest. Every single time, I want them to add to what we're talking about. It doesn't and matter not if we agree. the conversation. Yes. yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want them to add. You you're still that. on the show every week, Bruce. So there's a reason you're here. Um, <laughs> But like Otter Scotch like came in and, and like with all of our guests, we've been so lucky to just have many people. But I've really been impressed with how you came into a space where we've all had our you know, we've all got a lot of YouTube content, subscribers, Twitch um followings, like we're doing this consistently and I know you, and you've talked about, you know, you do it once a week or so. And it's something which is, you know, um it's just it's something you do, but it feels like a hot, like it's an enjoying thing. Like it's something you do on the side kind of thing. And like to be in that place where you come into it with other creators and do equally as much as we do, like, you know, your knowledge and your um, advocation as well for the community you're part of is, is, you know, I admire that so much about you. So, you know, I really do appreciate, like, I don't know why I'm getting randomly upset. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. I really do appreciate when people bring their stories on here because it's not easy to do. It really isn't. And I ex- I really appreciate all of you doing that. And when I ask about your pronouns, like, every single time, like, I'm just making sure that they're okay. Um, I'm making sure that I'm doing the right things by you. I don't know why I'm fucking getting upset. Um, because can I, make I, I don't cry know. more, Jebro, Can I make you cry more now? <laughs> no, wait. Okay, all right. If I do that, sure. Are you in place to accept it? Okay. Um, <sighs> we're talking about Guild Wars Two and the journeys that we've all taken okay. in ten years of it, the relationships, both to all of you watching and to all of us here. Um, I just want to say, Jeb, like. You're over here talking about how everybody, you're grateful that everybody is here, that they contribute and that you don't want to mess it up or that you might feel a great pressure in that regard to do a lot of things and be a lot of things in your life. But um, 
I was so nervous the first time I ever met you. And this is one of my (laughs) memories in Guild Wars 2 as well. Um, We met, was it technically at the Extra Life first? Or was it at West event? I don't know, actually. I think it was the PAX West thing. Because the other thing's in November. Yeah, I was so nervous. And I... I was nervous the whole weekend because I'd never done anything official ever, ever for anything. And I wanted to be cool and I wanted to not be a weirdo, but you know, the weirdo <laughs> part was never going to disappear. Yeah. And uh, you like swept me up in this moment. Like I walked up to Jebro at the event, or whatever. And Jebro is just like, Oh, we're doing it. Oh, hey, we're going to go eat dinner with the... This is exactly how you sound. We're going to go eat dinner now with the devs. So come on, come on. And Obi was there and Obi bought me this adorable quag and Obi in the chat. And I was over there like sweaty palms, just like, Rook, don't mess this up. Like, don't <laughs> say something that they're going to all hate you. Or like, oh. you know, I sat there picking off of my plate at dinner. Um, but from that moment, from then on out, Jeb, like... You have said yourself on this podcast that you oftentimes give yourself the least amount of credit, I think, and that that's something that you've been working on. But you made a space here for all of us and for the community to connect. And you have encouraged people in your own journey of learning to reveal their true selves and be a part of this. And you acknowledge people of all different paths of life and walks of life and content creation and you've been trying to do nothing but be a better each day positive influence in this space and i remember the first lightbringers podcast that we did and this one is really important to me because we were kind of coming in and you know i think i hadn't met Kroof that much before that point and boots i mean never talked to each other and it was like we were going through the initial couple rounds of i guess the lightbringers podcast And I came out of this room and I said to my partner, I have never had so much fun in this space. I've never had so much fun talking to people. I've never felt so happy to be in a place, in a moment with everyone. And ever since then, getting to meet all of you and Otter, having you on the podcast, you were talking, you know, and Fornax is talking about feeling comfortable in this space. Um, I think that's something we've all created together. But Jeb... You, not that you can't do anything wrong ever, but also acknowledge the incredibly good things that you have done and the incredibly good influence that you've had on all of us and you brought us together. And, um, like, you put a lot more effort into that than people realize. And in the conversations that we've had and that I've had with many of you who are here on the podcast, I have found that Guild Wars 2 is full of some of the most remarkable people that I am genuinely in any way, shape, or form, be it for a podcast for once a week, be it for a moment on stream together, be it for friendships that we've formed with, you know, I feel like I could call many of you friends now, and if you don't want to call me that, that's fine. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that the reason that this space feels so comfortable and, like, there is a sense of community um, is not just because we are live on Twitch. I've been on many podcasts. I've been on many things. Um, where I did not feel how I feel when I talk with all of you every Friday. 
So I just wanted to say that whoever is here and whatever we're doing, and if we're taking the piss out of someone, which for next, I love to do that. It makes me happy, makes me giggle. Um, uh, whether it's anything, his boots talking about the ridiculous thing where he's gonna level, but he's not gonna wear any boots, or stabbing <laughs> into oblivion, or I finally get to see yeah. Otter's wonderful face at long last on a podcast together. Um, yeah, that's awesome. This is special, and Jeb, honestly, a lot of that is because you arrange something for it to be special so um just just know that that it, just know that and then i'm really grateful i'm so grateful that we talked and that i didn't spill my food all over myself that first time <laughs> and that you didn't hate me and that we then got to hang out and get to know each other because uh yeah i can't imagine my weeks without all of you with all without all of you in chat anymore yeah i just it i wanted to point out it is kind of remarkable that <laughs> I am a small beans creator. I count it as an enormous victory when I have 12 viewers at my peak in a stream. And you have created an environment here, even within an amazingly accepting and welcoming community. Um, you've managed to narrow down and make this wonderful little bubble here where I feel safe kind of exposing myself to a much larger audience. This is, well, this is 10 times my peak viewership. <laughs> and yet you all here, Jebro, the, what you've done, I feel okay being here. And you don't, awesome. like, I don't feel less like it i can imagine if you guys were not so comforting and welcoming i can imagine the imposter syndrome that mm. would be making it impossible for me to participate in the conversation mm. but it's so much fun it's just so much fun that's such yeah. a good example of adding imposter syndrome yes <laughs> yes I, mean, I i i sometimes feel a lot of place because you all speak a little gooder than i do so <laughs> I'm from London. No, I, no, I don't know. Speak very good, Boots. You speak very good. Oh, okay. Thank you. Seriously, really, like... Thank you all. Yeah, that was really kind. I appreciate it. This isn't, I'm not trying to make this the Jebra. <laughs> I have a problem with, it, with we've, we've like, taking, taking uh, compliments, so... I we will, love you, I will mate. just say thank you. We love you. you. No, I appreciate, yeah. like, all of you for, like, the amount of time. I don't know why I got so... I don't know. It's just I think it, you do forget sometimes how how impactful things are, and like the mods are some of my closest friends as well. You know, like they just they mean a lot to me, and I they help me grow and and get better, and you know, really geek and and Rylus and Gribble and Mazer and Jagtrius, like everyone is just like they're just so they're so good, um, and everyone else as well. And we're still, I'm still, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to move and change and grow as a career. Like I'm literally have been changing everything about what I do. Like every day I'm trying and just trying to include other people and talking to other people is the highlight. Like I've literally said on to these four, like to whoever's there, I look forward to that. When I was in school, the podcast was my anchor, like weekly. Like honestly, like to have fun and talk about the game and just nerd out about stuff because I needed it, man, so much. Um, and like you've all, yeah, I just, I time is the biggest currency for me. 
is the biggest currency like spending time doing something that might not benefit you in the end like you know is is like but it does like in relationships you form tan the real meaningful stuff that matters not money not like do you know what i mean and it's just so good it's it's so good and i'm like seeing all of you grow as creators and the content you put out and the opportunity i get to share what you're all doing in one shape way shape or form whether or not you're creating this felt dinosaur raptor or dragon thing i don't know what it is anymore uh, like, <laughs> whether or not you're wearing no boots fishing your way through guild wars 2 you're you know you've got your advertising hello fresh and you're saying that you're going to slay the competition um you're you know you're looking at the you're trying to progress through your legendary first legendary journey or you know like rookies and then like fornax just creating epic outfit content i'm just you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, i'm wondering about the face that fornax is going to pull now um but like i appreciate what you all do like it's just <laughs> like it, it's i'm lucky to be surrounded by people who are so talented and i would say like please if you are listening to this or you're watching this anywhere please go and follow all of these people like you you have to they all bring something very unique choice like you have no choice like you they all bring something very unique they're hilarious in their own ways they're talented they're skilled and they are open they talk about stuff which is meaningful and matters you know that, that matters to me that should matter to more people um they talk about they share their feelings they share things about their life you know you can really connect to all of them i you, you just can like and i i cannot like express that enough i know i might have gone off the topic of guild wars too but it's all important um i think yeah. it's something we've revisited oh. several times is that community is core to the guild yeah. wars experience Mm-hmm. At the true. end of the day, we kind of are Guild Wars 2 in a strange way. Putting so much time and effort into a we game, especially at like, such a level. Like, at the end of the day, we are the guild. We're all just going through this beautiful, magical art yeah. piece that many people create. And then mm. we create more art off of it. And we share emotions, and that's why I love MMOs because you get to connect with people on so many various levels. And having the privilege of doing content creation has been so unique. And I sometimes would always dream of it when I was younger. And I was super nervous meeting you, Jebro, because I used to watch you all the time. I know, yeah. In yeah. elementary <laughs> school, and I. For a long time, I've maybe felt like I'm still that, like, 12-year-old. And by doing Twitch and YouTube, I've felt like I'm actually maturing in life. And I'm feeling more secure. So, yeah, I'm just echoing that. Thank you all for what you do. Thank you. You're a wonderful, delightful, awesome. amazing, hilarious human being. You're fantastic. You're just bettering it so you don't destroy her in the cooking competition. I know. Mm-hmm. They're going down record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're going to cook bad next week, Crew. So, I saw that meal you made. Nice things. No. Uh, I wanted to say, too, as a total side note, Crichton, this is so funny. Um, I, I'm i sorry. I always call you Crichton or Fornax because I actually knew you as Crichton long before we were ever on this podcast together because I have several members of my community who 
love your glamours and love your lore content and who to them it meant so much more than even just like because i know you sometimes are like oh yeah my silly fashion videos you know but to them it was such a huge part of the way that they were able to be themselves in the world and they would share things with me and videos and so the first time that jeb told me you were going to be on the podcast i was like The Crichton Herald is mm-hmm. on our podcast. <laughs> I was like very excited. I was, I was like, all right, be cool again. You don't have food this time, Rook, so you can't spill it on yourself. Like you sca- were scared you were going to in front of Jebro, but you could mess this up still. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you are. Oh, so- there, there's that imposter syndrome. There it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think we all deal with it. We all deal with it. All but right. really. You are just as witty and wonderful and open and vulnerable. And I know that takes a lot of bravery and a lot of strength and resilience. And uh, I love your content and my community too does. And honestly, everybody, I love all of, all of, no matter how big or small, right? Numbers in this game are so weird. And sometimes even as viewers, I think that for all of you who've been listening or watching or, or watching. <laughs> watching. New words, I love it. I'm here for the new word invention. There's what was that when you were saying that we all speak so much gooder worth than you? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, it every day. Yeah. It's a perfectly crimulent word. Uh, I think it really is what Kroop said. We are the Guild Wars. We are the Guild. We are Guild Wars too, yeah. We're, we are the guild, and um, we are all a part of this community. And so to those of you who have listened, watched, or you've gotten a laugh from us talking, or like, honestly, I'm so inspired by everyone here. I am so inspired by, like, Otter from the moment. I think you came into chat and we were hanging out. I was like, I love Otter Scotch. I will keep this one. I love this one right here. Good energy, good vibes. Just biggest, kindest heart. Oh, my gosh. Boots, you as well, like, you just never give yourself credit. I know last week I was talking about you being quirky, right? But honestly, I love it because to me, that was, I, I don't know if it came across, but that's like one of the biggest compliments to me, that you find new ways to love the games you love and that you mm-hmm. engage with them and envision the world. But also that from the moment you've been on this podcast, you have been nothing but kind and considerate. You have had such a good sense of humor. The tiniest facial expression from you sends me. I just like, I lose it. And you just so kindly and generously share yourself with others and the way that you view this world and game. Um, And also Kroof is here. And um... (laughs) (laughs) normally Boots is here, but this time it's Kroof. <laughs> I enjoy just well, being see, here. Proof is competition now. Yeah, I'm gonna be the competition no. announcement on screen. Yeah, yeah we can't mm-hmm. be playing favorite. We can't, we can't, we can't. I've got to throw down. Um, as just you know, to wrap that up, you know, this if this is the guild as of next week, it will be the wars because yeah. we're bringing it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got to think about future That's topics. So I'm ready, Kroof. I'm ready. Let's outcook each other. Maybe we should have a live podcast just analyzing what who we think is better, like a cook cookery. cookery? <laughs> They're gonna call you cookery now. Ooh. Cookery with rookery. Cookery with Oh my god! Yes! Uh, wow. Yes! That's, that's gold. Oh, it's right cookery there. with rookery. But yeah, we we love you all too. <laughs> oh, wow, it's great. I'm just gonna like that. skip one past this because I don't <laughs> <even> <laughs> carry an entire spin-off show and I don't want anyone to get idea. 
on this i'm sure Quickly, we've copyright been, it we've been sharing uh we've been sharing Kroof's video for like the whole time i know <laughs> it's just so like, it's so i'm good. watching it right now did you just pour olive oil into your palm yes. that's what it looks like but no it was in a small little um thimble but it, i mean it looked like it was into my hand oh my god amazing sometimes i do like that's a nice moisturizer Wait, sometimes you put it olive is... oil in your hand to moisturize? Like, no, if there's like excess and it like spills on the bottle. You just rub it in. Yeah. Rub it in. Wait, was that emmy.exe that uh, yeah. is also doing? Oh, that's uh, great. It's, it's emmy.ai. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. That. Watch that. Is that the. What's the channel for that? It's going to be on all three of our channels, as well as the Unleash the Feast uh, mm -hmm. official Twitch channel. So it'll be streamed to various locations. So Guild Wars 2 Directory? I don't know if it's going to be on Guild Wars 2's channel. Okay. Uh, I think it's just oh, on our four channels. But you're going to be in the Guild Wars 2, or is it the art, or is it the food directory? I don't know, actually. I don't know. Probably the food. Oh, my God. IRL. I we are just the Vogue, the Vogue Express, the Vogue pose that you do is just it's amazing. Yeah, it's camp. I was like, let's make this a little campy. He said, the prompt was like, you can have a video and infuse your personality. And I was like, you sure okay. did. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's proof all over. That is crew. Like, even like that, like the just creativity, the editing, proof is all in there. It's all up on that. Uh, I have nothing to base this on, but uh, I'm pretty sure Emmy's going to beat you too. I have a um, feeling that Emmy's going to be the dark wow. horse. Yeah. Uh, Oops has yeah. no faith in our light bringers. I don't know. I've I seen I've seen her raid, and uh, she's pretty good. I think she could do some things. Maybe the maybe they focus on the raiding and not the cooking. You know, it's a different mm. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, you mean, I don't know. I think you're going down, Emmy. You're not even here. Emmy's also been like, I'm a lion. Oh, you know, <laughs> you've got, you've got to get. You should team up. Like, you know, talk about your tactics and your strategies oh, yeah, before while you're cooking. Get someone to like gift subs to them. Knock on her door or something and distract her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it's. Oh, I think that's geez. important. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, I okay. Mean, Guild Wars Two is incredible. I mean, <laughs> let's just wrap this up. Let's. Do, I've been bringing. I've been trying to uh, bring our segues this this episode. But I mean, honestly, it's like as a siren goes by in the distance. Don't mind that. Shh, the Guild mm -hmm. Wars era is starting, but not <laughs> yet. Um, no, I I really is incredible, and I appreciate everybody listening to us. Even you know every week, let alone in these moments, and for all yeah. the smiles. Bring, um because obviously we're all here on cameras we're all here on mics but every single one of you has a voice that we hear just as loudly and um to be a part of this community in all of its ways to run alongside the devs or hang out to hang out with all of you to work on our achievements our legendaries the day-to-day -to, -day, to raid with you to do strikes to you know put out in the discord one day on a whim because you realized there was a piece of gear you wanted from the dungeons and you're like who wants to do i don't know an absurd amount of dungeons with me and <laughs> somebody agrees to come i mean it really is incredible and the medium for all of this has been guild wars 2 so thank you thank you for 10 years whether you've been a part of it for a day whether you've been a part of it for all 10 whether you're somewhere in the middle thank you for everything to come i am so grateful for this game and for each and every one of you both here on the cast listening later or if we even just happen to pass each other in game um, what an incredible world to be a part of, honestly.
Hell yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Good way to for us to kind of meander onto a little bit of a uh, exit because I think we've been here for a fair while and I am trying to um, get these podcasts a little bit <laughs> more refined in time wise, but I know that I failed in that area a few times. Every time. Every damn time. So, thank you so much. question in chat oh, God. Uh, for next. <laughs> If you like to share, you don't have to. Uh, what do you use for your avatar? Um, so uh, I use Adobe Character Animator. Okay. Mm. And then, okay. And it it sees what you're doing. And then it... Yeah. It, okay. That's me blinking. Uh-huh. That's, uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. You, is that question. where you fam- you just wanted to derail us just at the end there, did you? Was <laughs> that the end? Yes. No, done. We have to leave it on a boots note. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some other notes, but also we're gonna wait until August Scotch gets back, so I don't want to say goodbye without them not being here. Um, actually, actually, sure, um, sure. Just a sort of like so. <laughs> you you invited me onto this show quite a while ago and I've, I've been coming on for quite a bit and yeah. you invited me on at a time when I was the, the only reason that I'm still doing content creation this is going to sound really weird is because of this show I'd got to the st- I'd got to a stage where I was I felt very isolated doing you know how yes when you yes, it, it's absolutely. super isolating absolutely it, people don't people don't just realize um, and it also doing content creation for a game takes you away from the game that you're playing a lot of the time mm-hmm. yeah so you can't I mean, play especially with mean, editing editing is a oh, long process that oh people don't understand if they don't do so it it's as privileged <laughs> as it is to be a content creator it is a very less than minimum wage most of the time and mm-hmm. and very isolating and genuinely <clears throat> coming on here these these few times that I have and just being feeling like part of this community has has has, has allowed me to kind of get back into it and keep going so that's no bullshit I don't I'm not one to blow sunshine up somebody's ass I'm just not that's not who I am just um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so genuinely, I, I I really appreciate all of you. So there oh, you go. It's been awesome to yeah. We I, I get I understand that for sure. I'm I'm I think a lot we saw a lot of nods going on there when you said that because it's like mm. uh, you're right. It, it, it can be very lonely and it can be you know especially when you're in a big pool of people and like you just there's so many of you and you see people interacting and cooperating and doing groups and they're enjoying each other's company and like where do i sit where am i um and i think part of my maybe a part of my own wish and desire was to get more and people together in places like this and like good people not like people who i feel like are isolated but you know maybe we do reach out sometimes just unconsciously to people who might need it at the time i don't know like sometimes we do sometimes we just don't and we just think people are cool um, and you're like throw it out there and you're like would you like to go on the podcast because like, I, I get nervous about asking every single one of you to, to come on and you do, do not things. get nervous about asking me yeah I did absolutely come on yes, yeah. <laughs> of course I did like you know you can tell me to F off you don't like me you know <laughs> that's that's you know there's some stuff there's some nerves behind that um but you yeah. get that though yeah yeah absolutely it's hard. But it is being hard. invited is such a big deal. 
Being well, sorry. sorry. Being invited. Yeah, it's also it's a good feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it, you know, it's it's not just about. And for me, it's not just about like the, how many viewers you have, or like you know, like I said before, it's like what can you add? What are you going to add to the conversation as well? And like, sometimes you know, and every single person we've had on has been great. Like, every mm. single person, you know. Um, and I can't get them all on one call. Like, I, you know, I have to have Nitro. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. That's awful. Um, but I've got Zoom, I guess I could do that in future, but like, it would be messy. Um, one day, probably get nine on. You might be able to do that. You've got three spots down the middle. You'll be able to see us all. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I'm, I'm going to end it. Thank you, seriously. I, I do appreciate that. And if everyone, in anyone does have a time and you do want to join the lightbringers guild which we do have it's it's very much just a place where everyone kind of crosses over often i think you know and there are people who are in that guild who cross over between all like a lot of our communities you're very welcome to join there'll be a link in the description um did some fractals with some lightbringers folks i know someone else has just volunteered to do more guild missions um, when I get situated in my first position as well, I'm going to start organizing some more stuff. I do want to organize more events. Um, I want to do some more charities. I want to do some charity stuff. As I get my focus and my career and life more stable, I'm going to, we're going to be actually be able to do that. Reader Geek has been upgrading the guild hall as well. So if you want to dedicate yourselves to helping with some items or gold or whatever, I'd really appreciate that. So thanks to Reader Geek for doing that. Um, we've got like the war room up and we can just start doing world v world stuff during alliances I would love for you to all join the Lightbringers guild where Rick will definitely lead some world v world raids which I think should totally happen um... what? <laughs> I will Jebro I will tell you this I would love I to follow lead... you into battle I'm not, I'm not Look, joking I, think I we will all lead would. one as a meme at some point Absolutely. but I will also lead a serious <laughs> I'm about to say something that I realized is also just as much of a meme I will lead <laughs> one just for funsies sometime knowing nothing and I will expect everyone Absolutely. if they're going to commit to this to just YOLO and go with me I'm while I do it. not know. I'm, I'm there but I will also commit to the one time of year that is my favorite personal holiday for World vs. World, which is when the Choya Tonics are active again. And I will lead a Choya dance raid, which is my favorite thing to do in World vs. World. all in on that. Yes. Absolutely. In. In there. Um, Cool. Okay, good. Now that's a natural thing. Um, But yes, you are welcome to join the guild. Uh, There's an application and stuff. It's just because we want to make sure that folks are there for the right reasons. Um, And because we've got a lot of folks who, you know, in various communities, uh, we want to make sure we're just making a safe safe as space as possible. Safe as space as possible. Asshats need not apply. Yes. Uh, Yeah, basically. Um, (laughs) So yeah, be aware of that. Um, we have a system where, you know, we work through that. Anyway, Guild Wars 2. Tenth year, ten years of Guild Wars 2. Amazingness. We've had some great guests today. Um, I also want to thank you, say thank you to Guild Wars 2, who popped in and gave me some community chests. We had some yeah, a couple of winners cool. there, so thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, we have had, we had a really big raid from Bogar. Make sure you go and follow them out. Very good friend of mine as well. And also to just our epic guests today who are just amazing and legendary who you should go and follow. And everyone who's ever been on this show for the 
50 plus episodes that we've had like 60 70 it must be by now like you know it's a lot it's been going for over a year worth of of episodes weekly and there's hours upon hours of content whether or not you're on spotify itunes the google things uh anchor.fm go and listen to it because there's so much so much value and so much you can listen to while you're having a bath doing your workouts having a walk <laughs> i don't know cleaning the house just whatever if you want to just hear some voices uh and, just sitting yeah. down yeah just sitting mm. down and watching us you know and that's it that's it um and just a reminder that you but like mental health is something that i'm very much an advocate for as we all are here as well you are not alone if you ever want to come and join us on the communities hang hang out that is something you can do i will always make sure that we try and make anyone feel welcome within our community and i'm sure it's the same for everyone here i can i feel confident in saying that um and yeah please please you know check in on your friends you know like what scotch said which was a very really awesome story that was you know for the friends that check in on from time to time like checking in on people even just once like every week or whatever like it makes more of a difference than you really understand um it really does so thank you for doing that keep doing it um little mini outro tell us what you do where you do it boots first you're the person boots uh is me i am boots <laughs> i have channel youtube uh, world avengers and also <laughs> twitch boots underscore with two t's two o's and one s um and twitter but you know it's twitter okay bye <laughs> beautiful good stuff Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, I'm Kroof. I do a lot of uh, YouTube videos uh, where you can find me at Kroof. I also stream here on Twitch throughout the week. I might even stream a bit later today just because of drops and all that stuff, so more opportunities to get some nice uh, presents and stuff. Uh, yeah. Next week, as we have mentioned, Rook, Emmy, and myself are going to be on Unleash the Feast doing a cooking competition. I can only have my ad up and running. We're going to fight. We're going to throw down. You're not even ready. I can I can dice and mince garlic like no one's business. Get ready. But thank you so much for having me here. Awesome. As per usual. Oh my god. Uh, Rookery, <laughs> your turn. Hi, everybody. I'm Rookery. Uh, <laughs> it felt really weird. It felt like I was starting a YouTube video or something. Like, <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome to my channel. <laughs> Those are all, uh, do, there's always so awkward. I do them. Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm Rookery. Uh, I hope you know that by now, but if not, it's very nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at Rookery. That's R O O K U R I. You can also find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. I usually am live on my own channel two to three days a week, although sometimes more. Bonus special events, all kinds of stuff. Uh, this week we have the 10th anniversary, so we've been doing some special event stuff and giveaways with Guild Wars 2. Uh, we also, though, have been doing the Final Fantasy 14 6.2 Team Ethernet Marathon. So mm. there's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so you can usually find me two to three days on my own channel, at least one YouTube video a week. Friday and Saturday on the two podcasts I co-host, and then with a bunch of other appearances, including what Kroof was talking about coming up next week, this HelloFresh throwdown that's about to happen, where we'll be cooking Guild Wars 2 recipes, and ArenaNet partners, myself, Kroof, and Emmy, will be uh, seeing who cooks the best and has leveled Culinarian the most. 
So I'm ready for this. It's going to be fun. And I hope my food wins and everyone else is crushed utterly. Um, okay. Yeah, that's well, it. Bye. Wonderful community. <laughs> we so friendly. <laughs> we will so wreck face. Uh, but really, though, I do love this community. And if I lose, I will not accept it with grace. And I will <laughs> throw a temper tantrum in my kitchen. But um, I will actually have a lot of fun, no matter what. And happy 10 years in Guild Wars 2 to all of you. We've had a lot of memories, a lot of wonderful things, and it's great to be a part of it with all of you. Kitchen content. Looking forward to seeing all of your kitchens and your arrangement of your uh, condiment draw. Uh, condiment. Just, just clean up. We'll all be, we are going to be judging you harshly on your kitchen. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do a stream. I'm going to have you both like side by side. I'm going to be like, well, there's Rickery and uh, I'm not sure about the that. Ergonomics on your, on your, uh, tool storage just needs a little bit of work there yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. also i will be having to preemptively step out of the cooking competition because i've lost my guild wars 2 badge of honor because as chat has pointed out i called it culinarian you like did. in final fantasy 14 uh, yeah and... nice that yeah on that <laughs> note Oh, Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Not a traitor to Guild Wars 2. Um, <laughs> nope. So, yeah. That was a joke. That was a joke, everyone. That was a joke. Shots fired. Call from <laughs> the one Oh, wow. The tears. Here, I'll now. save you. I am Otter Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I am a variety streamer. I stream Guild Wars on Tuesdays. And um, as soon as the summer heat subsides a bit, I will be bringing back felting Fridays and making cool yeah. felt figures again. Cool. I'm Otter Scotch everywhere I could get the name, which is almost everywhere, surprisingly. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Great to have you back again. And last but not least, with the cheeky random smile, uh, Fornax, aka the Crying Herald uh, of Tyria, tells the yes. things. Of Earth, mostly, but Tyria most. Yeah. I'd rather live in Tyria, to be honest, at the moment. Um, we <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, if you uh, type the Crichton Herald, you'll find me in most places. It's, um, uh, and it's uh, Crichton underscore Herald on Twitter. Um, I, I tweet a lot of artwork, so don't at me. Don't follow if you don't like, like, awesome artwork, that's it. Um, and I've just dropped a new player guide video. I've said this at the start, but I've just dropped a new player guide video. It's a very long. I'm actually going to spend this week chopping it up into small pieces and putting out little videos from it because it's an hour and idea. three minutes long. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you know a new player who's coming in and they want to um, get into the game, it's a good It's a good video. I, I say that myself as that sounds a bit egotistical, but it's, it's, it's a good video. I put a lot of effort into it and you should Show be yourself. able to use it as a reference. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I was going to ask Kruf, can I um, use your battle video that you did? Um, was it, and put it in the description to help people? Of course, yeah. Thank, thank you, dear heart. Okay. Thank you so very much. Yeah, oh no, thank you for the content that you make. You're amazing. So yeah, um, that's out there and I'm going to be making more content and I'm going to, I think I'm going to do it next week. I think I'm going to stream on Twitch. God help me. Yeah. On Twitch? Yes. You'll do great. You're going to be amazing. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> to, to be seen. You make yeah. sure you tell us so we can be there. Otherwise, yes. I'm going to be no, sad. No, no, no. Yes, 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 sure yes, yes. I've yes. actually followed you right now. 
Okay. Oh, shit. I have not been unfollowed. That's good. Okay. Oh, right. shit. You, have you got your Twitch account in the channel right now? Yeah, the link's no right there. Everyone. No, we don't want to scare you for this. We'll no, be we're supportive. We, we won't. Oh, we no, won't no, like no. Yeah, like, but that channel, we need to spam in chat. Everyone make sure. quiet if you don't want us to let you know that we're there, but. Yeah. We'll be secretly there. I don't think people realize how being able to talk to yourself coherently is a is an incredible skill that is very yeah. hard to master. So yeah. that's why I'm mostly a YouTuber. <laughs> I go on tangents so many so many times. <laughs> Just so so temper your expectations, okay? But yeah, that's me, Crichton Harold, everywhere, and uh, hopefully see you next week on. Uh, Twitter. Tweet. Twit. Twitch. Twitch. Yes. Twitch. Yes. Twitch. Twitch. That one. Twitch. Right. Okay. I'll shut up now. Love you guys. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Please go and check out their bits and bobs. And I mean this streams and their Twitters and all the things and the YouTubes. <clears throat> I am Jebro Unity. Yes, Jebro for short. That's my name. On Twitch.tv slash Jebro Unity. The Unity is the guild that I had for years and uh, now there are many different guilds including the Lightbringers please join them in the background and the bottom below in description do all the things <sighs> the podcast as well anchor.fm slash Unity is where the Lightbringers home is as well that goes out to Spotify and all the things make sure you search for it because you'll be able to find it there you also be able to watch the video on uh, Spotify as well so if you don't want to watch on YouTube that's fine um, the the actual views on the podcast have been jumping up again this week, so it's it's been kind of ridiculous actually. We've got someone shared it in their community recently. Got like two k extra views. I don't know what's happening. People are loving it. Um, so keep keep spreading it and sharing it to your friends. <laughs> Sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the podcast, nothing else. Um, <laughs> and just enjoy your life. Do some stuff that you enjoy every day. One thing, even if it's going for a walk, having a biscuit. I don't know. I don't care. Just do something for yourself. <sighs> Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Thank you so much to our guests as well. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. It helps. Ever since I've, I feel like that's helping a lot <laughs> in part of this. So do it. Um, if you watch a YouTube video and you enjoy it, like, comment, subscribe. It helps the algorithm to all of these awesome, wonderful people. We'll see you next time. Like, readings, pod, pop, 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 pod, pop, starts, podcast. <laughs> Told you I'm awkward of endings and beginnings. Uh, next week we'll be back and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. Uh, so if you have suggestions that you want to put in the comments, you're welcome to because I've got like 20 topics uh, and we will probably one day talk about End of Dragon Story. Um, <laughs> just one day. I mean, I think I have to replay it at this point in time to remember all of it. It's been four years, I know, I know. Like, yeah, we will. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we will. Bye. <laughs>